Cue the music. Hello, welcome to the Pineapple Podcast. Hello. I'm Tyler. This is Matt. I'm Matt. I'm Josh. In the back we have Dave. Hello. And today we have a special guest here for you guys today. Sydney from Smart Game Piano. Hello. Thanks for what joining else us. What do I say? Oh, okay. Hi. Thanks for having me. <laughs> and that's Hi, it. Yeah. We got it. We're done. We're good. <laughs> okay. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you guys next week. Yeah. Bye, kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, this is awesome to have you here. I've been following your channel for four or five years, it feels like, since I started my piano journey and I found yeah. you on there. And Oh, my gosh. I think that's uh, like since the beginning. Thank you. Yeah, no worries. I, it's funny because I actually thought you'd been going for a really long time. I didn't even know that that was the beginning. Yeah, it started August 2015, so it'll be six years old this year. Wow. That's awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. That's amazing. It's cool to see how much it's grown, too. It's it's changed a whole lot, and it's actually going through some changes now. Um, just redoing the website, because the previous website that uh, it was on it was just not very user-friendly, and... I am not a computer whiz. So like me and my team were just like, what do we do this? What if we do this? And the coders and the developers are like, that's not how that works. And so I'm try <laughs> trying to be like patient and understanding with that. It's been a learning process. It's been fun. Very yeah, cool. That makes sense. Yeah. It's, uh, it's cool how there's so many people who kind of fell into love with piano through video game mm -hmm. music, you know? Like, oh my gosh. Which one yeah. was first for you playing piano or playing the games? Playing piano first, uh, like it's like that, like tale oldest time parents got a, like a piano when I was six years old and my sister would have been five at the time. And so they signed us up for lessons and I've just, I've always jived with it. I've always clicked with it. Um, I was always like a kid that was just kind of singing and dancing, just had a beat, had a song in my heart. Um, and then it wasn't really until like Final Fantasy X came along and kind did of you say seven or ten? I ten. Guess. Ten. <laughs> ten. Oh, sorry. oh yeah, I know. We're, not, we're talking it's about right. seven tonight. Yeah, no, Final <laughs> Fantasy ten, like because the opening to Xanarkin you put is in the, a piano yeah, solo. The, you put in that yeah. CD, and I remember that moment of it just mm -hmm. like this, what am I going to get into? This is a gorgeous yeah. experience. Because yeah. before, the sounds were just those like 8-bit sounds, and I was super impressed that these extremely talented musicians would pack so much melody into such mm -hmm. a limited format, and then now that we're getting just that little bit more like HQ back in the day mind-blowing yeah it, it really is like and my little like 14 year old pea brain was just like you can do that like you can have <laughs> piano and video and like in video uh, game music actual piano yeah like because i didn't think i didn't think any of like they were two separate spheres in my life and that was like the first time they were joined and i was like hooked from that point on that was so it. cool it's a yeah. great the return is anakin is a great it's a great, great melody mm -hmm. it's it's gorgeous nobu is a genius he's he just is. a genius yeah, he really is. He's one Influential of years of our friendship, our lives, and just like what I yeah. consume now with like you see how big fantasy and these big stories are. Like they were telling really fascinating stories to my like, yeah, 10 to 15 year old mind that were like, this is not what they're doing over here. This is really cool. Like I love this yeah. marriage of crazy, almost classically inspired music. Like totally. Yeah. I was totally. going to say how timeless the piano to me is. Like it was in all these genres, all these mediums, and it's still kicking and it's still like in pop music. That's on the radio mm -hmm. right now. I, I remember that balancing. it like actually brought together. Like I remember we'd skateboard, and then after finishing skateboarding, all the buddies would get together at somebody's house, and we would sit and watch one dude play. But mm -hmm. like a whole huge group of us would just sit and hang out, 
And now it's like, I mean, it's completely changed where you can just be at home and have this immersive experience. But I, that's one thing that I remember loving about it because as a musician too, I was the guy that was completely happy just sitting back and watching and observing and just watching my friends enjoy and just listening. And I loved that aspect of it. So I was going to ask you actually about her channels. What drew you to her channel? was basically the clear, like the way she laid out the actual lessons, like how it started off, like with the piano roll, you could see it nice and clear. Um, you're friendly in the videos. It was easy to kind of learn from you. And uh, the songs that she would choose were like right up my alley oh, each time. Cool. I'm like, oh, that's one I wanted to learn. Oh, oh yeah, I wanted to learn that one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, those are ones I wanted to teach. Um, like, because every now and then I'll be, I'll be, a given a song that I'm like, I have no emotional connection to this. So I want to do Final Fantasy music and that's it. Yeah. Um, but you learn a lot through that way. And yeah, I'm, I'm glad I come across as friendly in my videos. I try really hard to be friendly. No, <laughs> um, yeah, no. And yeah, Final Fantasy is one of those things that is so good because it translates to piano better than a lot of like other video game tunes. Um, yeah, you can like, tell he like wrote it sitting at a piano. In my opinion, a lot of it was like, yeah, he was just sitting there and he just rocked it all out. That makes sense. He's he's a self-taught keyboardist, so I wouldn't be surprised if he wrote huh. at the piano, yeah, or if he wrote at the keyboard. That's do you amazing. do you feel that self-taught um, when you're playing it? Um, his music. Did that um, make sense? My question. I it made sense in my head. So sorry. No, like like if I'm understanding it correctly, like does the music sound like it came from a person who wasn't classically trained? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think so too. And it's more obvious in some songs and less obvious in other songs. Like um, the self, gosh, I'm going to sound like a jerk, but like some of the self-taught songs are kind of like melodies of life, eyes on me, you know, like, like that, 80s power ballad sound yeah. i'm like he was clearly just like jamming yeah. out to himself when it came <laughs> yeah. to those songs but other songs less so like um one i have in mind is esper world from final fantasy six that's yeah. in an odd meter uh one winged angel my favorite. i love that game that's a good one <laughs> that's, yeah, I love that it's game. my favorite I, it's better than seven i don't care what anybody says I'm with you, Dave. the story is amazing <laughs> the music is is spectacular it is yeah, yeah. best and, villain really and consider, and consider that that's a 16-bit game yeah that was three, that was like, my first big wow. with the music and the whole experience of it it's like if they tried to do that now i'd like i want to see it Live action with like a mm -hmm. seven like, series. No, wait, maybe 12. Like so many seasons of it. It never ends. Could Just you, soak could you it imagine all up. a movie in like Kafka's theme? There's like, so much passion right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that's the one. Like, get that fire. And now that, like, I love your site so much because it's like, I'm more of a hear it in my head and then sit down in front of the piano and just brute force it through. I'm like, the notes are there. I'll find them. And yeah. then when you just can watch someone get there once, I love getting into the composer's mind of like, what were they thinking? And then you were like, you practice, <laughs> right. you're like, oh, I get it. But at first I'm like, you're a madman. Why? Like, I would never choose to do that. And that's why I love learning some of this music rather than learning like pop mm -hmm. music or music for bands or other things. It's like, why? Why are they doing that? Well, just to go back to yeah. Final Fantasy VII, like you guys were talking about. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. is, Here we go. Er since, <laughs> since you guys brought it up. Since you're talking about Final Fantasy, uh, Eris's theme, when she, spoiler alert, you know has a happens, bad day. When she has a bad day there. Oh, gosh. And, uh, this is that, too soon. When her song plays. It's way too soon. When her song <laughs> plays. I remember that I was like just in high school and I remember it made me cry and I was like, what is happening to me? This is a video what is game. This? What is this coming what from is... my face? <laughs> it burns. Yeah. And uh, and then now, even now when I hear it, like I feel myself get emotional because it brings you back. Mm -hmm. the, 
farm boy song in that like just reminds you oh, of being a kid. oh you just Stunning. did um the fireworks song just recently yeah interrupted and I was, by fireworks yeah one of my oh, yeah. absolute favorites from that one and i was like oh that was like a re-. i was like oh she has to have this one i was like oh that was like not too long like within the last month or two super recent yeah someone recommended right that i'm like how have i not done that one yet I'm yeah and teacher. it's great no. <laughs> it's, like, I it's always... actually not super hard it's no but it's so pretty weird technical things yeah it's super pretty and i don't think you've done radical dreamers yet i always live streams i'm always the one who's chiming that one in there. <laughs> which one is that one that's Radical a chrono trigger you wouldn't know the chrono you, you've, you've blocked tyler by now yeah, so yeah. you're not actually getting his stuff's not coming through yeah <laughs> no it's been a while since i've done chrono trigger and i don't have a good reason or is that chrono for cross, it tyler, chrono cross, chrono yeah. cross i'll send you a link to it so you can please hear it. do yeah it's yeah it's actually mainly on like guitar but I'll send you a, a version of it. That's some really guitar cool. pieces translate well to piano. Um, Do you also play but, guitar? But some, um, I, I can I can fuck with a few. Sorry, um, like I can. <laughs> okay. It's allowed. I, okay, cool. Um, Max is not swearing. It's, I'm just not swearing. Yeah. Okay, it's a, it's a new thing it, for I'll me. I'll do it for both of us. <laughs> um, so like I can I can mess around with a few chords. Um, I mean the great thing about piano is like because like I did the classical route, classically trained, and so like when I just like found a guitar in high school, it wasn't too hard to like cool. take over a lot of musical skills and move that over there it's just on uh, my delicate fingers don't like the strings so i can, I can do I some like chords it, it hurts um, it's funny because that's i feel like when i play piano like i grew up um you know plunking around on my grandma's piano mm-hmm. and and now that piano actually the cool thing is that it was an old like upright it made its way down and i've been able to actually now have it in my studio but i i oh, am nice. the one guy that doesn't play piano and everybody i do it all by ear um uh-huh. and have written stuff just by ear but how it sounds how it feels and i do have to say that when i watched your videos it was so fun for me to feel like you made it look like it was doable for somebody like okay, me. Okay, good. <laughs> no, like who, who doesn't? Who, I'm not a piano player. So yeah. it was so cool watching. I was watching with my daughter. She's seven. And we were both like, this is so neat. Like the way that even as you're playing, it was so effortless to watch you move over that I was like, oh man, I've been really like, because I am literally. Like, I can do my hands. Oh, oh, I can do that. It did. But I saw her do it. And I was like, and my, and my daughter and I were talking. We're just like, I was like, that's not as hard as like, you know, because here I am. I have no idea what the heck I'm doing. I just yeah. like this sounds really beautiful. And I just play whatever I think sounds beautiful. So it was very cool. I was actually like going to say that, that I loved that aspect of the way that you laid it out, the way that you talk, the way that you even explain it. It just makes it uh, feel like I can do it, which was a cool thing. Cause that's when someone's teaching you that and you're like, Oh, I actually feel like I can do this. It's a very totally. cool. Uh, Cause I Good. am the guy that doesn't play. I'm, the, I'm a guitar player. Yeah. So. Well, like, the thing is you can do it like, and I'm like, I'm not like being facetious or like patronizing. Like you can do it. Like people forget that like music is so, so physical. Like you're using your body. And so like, yeah, yeah, your memory, it's like, it's all physical. So like, I remember when I first started smoking piano, there's like all these tutorials on YouTube with which it's just synthesia. It's just the falling notes. I'm like, this is just the ones just a midi performance this is not a tutorial mm-hmm. um you have to show the finger and you have to show the body because like that is how the music is made um and like and again p- piano is such a visual instrument like you literally like push a button in front of you yeah. and the sound comes out which is really really nice low notes so, over there high notes over here that's yeah, the rules yeah, yeah well you also took rules. it though you you for me it was sony because you the way that you would move i the way that I naturally would do it because I'm not trained in it in any way. I didn't mm-hmm. realize you could do that. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, oh, she, that just looked really easy. Yeah. Like in the way that you did it. So it actually, and it's funny because we went downstairs and we we're plunking around on the piano because I was like, wow, she actually made it like, because again, like I said, it's very much to me, it's always been, well, this sounds mm-hmm. beautiful. I could never tell you what I'm playing. Um, yeah. So whenever I would write things, it was always funny because like, what keys? And I'm like, I think that's C there. <laughs> and then it's going to make its way but I, but I could play no problem and go through but it's just all by ear so when you're laying it out I like how you were just mentioning it's not just the falling like 
following that because that is mm-hmm. just watching a MIDI performance. But... Even how when you're just giving someone the brief of like, hey, this one's a waltz, just so you know. And whether that gets people down that path of like, well, what does that mean? It's like there's so much yeah. to learn about this. Like the count in threes over here. This one's counting in four. Mm-hmm. Tyler, you're yeah. going to love six, eight. Everything six, Tyler eight. does is, ends up in six, six eight. eight. <laughs> yeah. I love it. That's a good key. Does That's it really? Key. Yeah, his timing, like he just, he, he's making a new song. I always it's... write something, but guys, listen to this. I'll be playing and I'm like, and then they start swaying and I'm like, oh, damn it. <laughs> Everything, all the time. You just, just know like what it. you're about. That's good. I that's just like, that's I like your the, time, man. I like the sway. He likes the sway. Mm, nice <laughs> I like how you sing along when you do your uh, your lessons, you know? Oh, gosh. I That's really funny because I actually had a student tell me like, hey, that's kind of annoying. I'm like, oh, <laughs> no way. <laughs> I'm going to talk real talk right here. <laughs> <laughs> Comment it's, card. Yeah. It's good feedback. It's good feedback. Like sometimes like I I think I'm very funny. So but so I can like <laughs> dial it back every now and then. You got me with your jam now. video. I really wanted to see you <laughs> with the face. I was like, she's gonna play some pretty crazy stuff. And then I was like, I would eat that sandwich. That I'm not great. disappointed. That was great. And I, the tiny hands. Fun. Yeah, tiny yeah, hands. The tiny yeah. hands. Yeah. I I love that. Like after I recorded that tiny hands video, like I, I took them off and like my my actual hands looked like just abnormally large <laughs> for a while. Like, this is so entertaining. Right. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah, actually, I'll give you guys some insight into like the next video I'm doing. So like one thing I've started doing now is like do like actual more YouTube stuff, like because normally I just post tutorials and performances because yep. that's that's my bread and butter. That's my jam. That's what gets people excited. Um, so I don't know why I thought this was a good idea, but I started transcribing the Pokemon cries from the first gen no and way. into like notating them. Um, like some the, of them are actually musical. Like the, brr, brr, the little yeah. sounds they make in the yeah, battles yeah. and stuff. Oh yeah. So fun fact, Firo, um, who shares um, like a bass sound with like Zapdos and other Pokemon is just a whole tone scale in major third. So it's like da 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 da. Um, so that was I fun love figure you're figuring this out. That's oh, that's, yeah, that's pretty awesome, actually. So you yeah. got in on Pokemon, right, with the old Game Boys, like Red and Blue? Yeah, 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 like the okay. old sounds. So starters, everybody, like oh, I went oh, Charmander because I was a kid and I have red hair. So I'm Charmander, I want the fire one. It was a good time. I was Charmander, too. How did you, like, it, it's phenomenal to me. Like, first of all, let's go back to, like, when you originally started the pod. How did you just go, this is what I'm going to do, something totally, because it's so unique. Totally. Um, gosh, it's, it's not like one big thing decided it. it was a lot of little things. Um, one of the little things, like I was always fascinated by YouTubers, um, just cause like they put themselves out there, they made themselves, yeah. um, basically professionals in their area, whether it was blogging or baking or politics, literally or any hobby, literally, literally anything they, they made a name for themselves. And I always admire that and respected it and kind of wanted to do it. And part of the reason was, is like, after I just finished grad school, um, a lot of my friends continued on to do, you know, like the musician thing. A lot of friends continued on to go, I like get their doctorates and stuff. And I was really disenchanted by kind of both of those paths because of my graduate studies. I did scoring for film and multimedia in NYU. Um, Yeah, it's not that impressive. It's just like, (laughs) you you learn a lot, you meet a lot of cool people, which that was awesome. Um, Became really disenchanted with like how political it is um how it's who you know not what you know and just how and just how higher education is just like it's great it's awesome but it's it does not spark joy for me um and whenever I would introduce myself to somebody like hi I'm Cindy I'm a pianist and it was a non-musician they would often respond with oh I wish I kept it up oh I used to play but I quit and they would just respond to me with their regrets 
And I was like, I don't want to introduce myself. And then people immediately respond with like their regrets and their like, <laughs> in life. Like that sucks. Um, you, you know, like you just started oh, no. saying, hi, I'm saying, can you please tell me your regrets? Yeah. That's, <laughs> how, that's how you started everything. Yeah. I'd like to hear your <laughs> please, biggest regret please tell me your regrets. first. Like, and then I'll tell you what okay. I do. It was yeah. the worst thing that you hate about your life. Yeah, your totally. Past, yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> okay. Um, Get so, that out of the way. Smart Game Panel was kind of inspired by that is like, there's so many nerds out there who just aren't, um, who don't jive with the classical music world. Like, and I, I love the classical music world a lot. Like, that's what I know. That's what yep. I studied in. It can be such an ivory tower and it could be such, so daunting and intimidating and music is like, should not be that even a little bit. And so I thought like, well, I love video game music. I love anime music. Like, why not? make that a marry those of, together yeah and why not be that a way to learn because we learn best when we're passionate about something and so many people are passionate about video game music like mm -hmm. way more than i think the general population <laughs> two out of three in this room like, oh, yeah like yeah. too passionate about it <laughs> right exactly <laughs> yes three who are the two three of us <laughs> three out of four three out of four of us are all whoa we're nerds i'm getting thrown out of the bus yeah. here <laughs> right <laughs> So yeah, that's He's that's kind of cool. how it started. Yeah, yeah. And by the <laughs> way, uh, best starter is Squirtle. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Squirtle. Yeah. Yeah. Did you play Pokemon Go when it I, came I, out? I I did. I I, got way I was too into it. I, I was, <laughs> did you really? Yeah. So he was like. <laughs> I was on What's, my were, bike. Like, were you the guy running around at like the Stanley Park trying to like? <laughs> Not well, we even, could like... cut some of this out, but I did way too much. <laughs> Don't, we're not cutting any of this out. You need to share what you did. Like I went up to it. it. Once I found that app that showed you on the on the street, like where Pokemon were, like the undercover oh, you, app. You yeah, had like, like an extra got, app and everything. Yeah, too. yeah. It got, the next level. That's what driving around in a van. Be like, I think there's one 15 blocks this there's way. There's a Blastoise. By He's the way, not telling the, the truth. Center. He bought a whole other phone so that he could do this. <laughs> no, but I did That's get dedication. a bike mount. I did get a bike mount and rode around with it to hatch my eggs that's good exercise it that's was. how it works in the game it's yeah. just the the game coming to life she's too positive there was one moment that was like a funny what do you regret it was, it was a re it's both a regret and a cool moment it was like way too late slash early in the morning i saw there was a squirtle <laughs> yeah, get that squirtle it was only a few blocks away what time was it it was probably after midnight it was after midnight after 1 a.m probably closer to that after, and then so i'm going on my bike and then i get the squirtle and then I'm like, yes, and I'm heading home. And then I see two kids on their skateboards kind of like looking around in the area, like skating around. I'm like, you guys looking for the Squirtle? <laughs> and they're like, yeah. And I'm like, it's over there. And they're like, thanks, man. And I'm like, all right. All right. That's really Did you endearing. think to yourself at one point, like, life is good. This is what I'm, I'm doing I'm a nice right human. Yeah. So how many I'm Pokemon? I'm a really nice human. How many Pokemon sounds have you got down so Dude, far? I love that story. Um, I've got 25 down. And I'm going to stop there um, okay. because some of them you can't transcribe. Like Voltorb is just a, like a, yeah, like a like static pitch. Yeah. <laughs> right. Hit all the keys at once. What if I we mean, develop an app that pitch. can actually take that sound in and it can figure it out. It's a so micro suck it out for you. Ooh, actually, like doable. when I was doing research for that there, I saw a really great video. It was, um, generation one Pokemon cries explained um i can't remember the youtuber but it was the guy who like talked about like how the synthesizers worked in the game boy oh, to okay because cool. that really, was cool really limited technology and that's why i loved yeah. how much passion they put into these beautiful melodies really and these songs these catchy things that like just glued me right in there totally yeah i actually uh remember 
oh, who is it working with a guy in the studio that had he had written a bunch of music using his Game Boy. And it yeah, was, it was the, stuff. Yeah. It was the coolest thing because I could not believe what they were coming up with with just mm-hmm. this. And then like another random thought, but when you guys were talking about earlier, did Michael Jackson work on a, <laughs> oh, a great Sonic game. Three? That's well, what it was. Music is Sonic in that, 3. but there's actually another game where you play as Michael Jackson and you try to rescue kids out of this bar as the first level. It's like Uh-oh. those fever dream games that you played <laughs> no, as an arcade the, as a no, kid. No, but the music though. He yeah, did the Sonic. Music. Sonic. He wrote Sonic yeah. Three. Yeah. yeah. But then totally he was officially story. credited, and then but That's he had his own cool. game like Moonwalker. Moonwalker, yeah. oh yeah. Yeah, it was a really e. weird. Yeah, like a Chuck E. Cheese game, like those That's... Fever Dream games. Where you're like, I think I played <laughs> that as a kid. Like it, it I, he was like his... a Mandala effect. Did this exist? Yeah, yeah did, did I? Did it this? exist? Well, <laughs> when did... funny? It's funny you bring up the um, the Michael Jackson on the the Sonic thing. Like if you take any of the Sonic, like from Sonic Two or Sonic Three, and you take any of those songs. They're basically just lo-fi versions of Glitch Hop, which is an electronic genre now. And that makes sense. It's like, hmm. it's just it's just bigger kick drums, but it's, a, it's essentially the same thing. That's just, very cool. That's just well, like, Sonic is so good at that, like, high energy. Funk, like, funk, like high energy, that. heavy funk stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That, that makes a lot of sense. I totally buy that. <laughs> They're actually filming the new Sonic just down yeah. the street right now. It's really We're busy. doing another yeah. one. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Once Fort Langley is Fort Langley Tales is impossible to. I went to go get sushi yesterday, and it was a chore because there was yeah. there's like cops they're helicoptering in Jim Carrey for like... his scene, <laughs> and he gets helicoptered out. Aww. He's Doctor Robotnik, but he gets to come in and certain mm-hmm. things. It scares me when I see when you see video games get a chance to, like when they're gonna make it into a, a movie, and you're like, oh man. Yeah. Just because I think part of it is with the attachment of where we were at at that time in our lives every mm. the time that's invested it's like it's a big thing to also go hey we're just going to turn it into an hour and a half you know but new... it was great it was awesome yeah, i saw it with my son new mortal kombat the new sonic's fantastic oh, okay, if you watch well. a lot of kids movies there was that in theaters this was in the olden times seeing it in theaters <laughs> and right before detective pikachu which Awesome. Was it real life awesome. Pokemon? Awesome. You're gonna watch a movie. I with liked kids? I liked Detective Pikachu. It was oh, fantastic. Yeah. That was fun. Better than Sonic? That was, that was like good. if I watch one. Oh, because I'm I am i am much more partial okay. to Pokemon than I am to Sonic for child. I was I was a Nintendo kid. I didn't <laughs> own any Sega Genesis games or I, it was like that was because it was fever dream memories of a kid when you're in that I, other kid's house and they've got it and yeah, you play it. I, I sat down in the group of ten watching somebody else play Sonic. <laughs> those yeah, kind of parties. Those <laughs> kind of parties. Like, we went from the piano, yeah, we're all playing that. songs on the piano, then one kid plays the video game, but that's cool. We'd be walking around right. in a mob is in like high school or early high school, and Josh would have his DS with them, and he'd be like playing it. Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 doing his yeah. thing. Yeah. I get it. It was great. Totally you get had it. To. Yeah, yeah. That that was, it was Game Boy Advance for me when I was in high school. Yeah. <laughs> Game Boy cool. Advance. Yeah. So when like did... that... oh no, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. I like the pink one, like oh, yeah. the original one. I loved it. It was great. I was so stoked to get the classic NES one. That's a that's a good looking Game Boy. Yeah, it's a classic. <laughs> it's a classic. Check it out, Matt. It's got Minish Cap inside. Oh, preloaded. Those were, those were, was that the nope, Capcom nope, ones? The cartridges. How in old it. were you when you wrote your name on that? Uh, yeah. Like 20, last 24. year. <laughs> last, Twenty-five. I just did that before last I came year. here. I didn't want you guys stealing it. It's Tyler C. It's Tyler C. Thank you very so much. It's like Woody across the foot. This is so cool. <laughs> just you don't want to mess up with any of the other Tyler's who might have one of those. So, mm-hmm. do you have any international students <laughs> right now? Oh yeah, a bunch. There are a bunch of European students. I actually talked to a Chilean student today, who's somebody who just signed up. Um, yeah, it, it's mostly European. I have some French, German, a Norwegian dude, Chilean, lots of Brazilians, which is kind of fun. Cool. Um, yeah, 
it's it's all across the board, which is really neat. I love so it. with awesome. are you just with more people staying at home? Did you get like a big influx of all these yeah. people coming in? And it was just how did that work for you That's to great. change up your style? Then did you have to it, work it on like a twenty four hour clock or? Oh gosh, I'm self-employed so I can do what I want and I can't do what I want at all. Um, <laughs> it's it's a weird mix. So like I have all of this time and freedom to explore a bunch of tunes, to do a bunch of reading on how to teach because I didn't go to school for pedagogy at all. Um, so I had to learn all this kind of like through the business. And my first couple years of teaching were not good. Um, okay. And so I'm really grateful that when this influx of students came that it has it been greatly improved made me realize like kind of what my strengths are what i need to put my time into and that is continuously doing tutorials a day um because if i just i literally just counted like smart game piano is at 550 tutorials right now i don't that's yeah. that, that's all you it's all it's Gosh, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, most of them, the first few arrangements I got from other sources, but then I thought like, well, no, I can't do that. Like, and plus there's not, there's not always a good arrangement for something out there. Um, Which is why I find your site so valuable because you yeah. can't just yeah. go and buy it at the store. <laughs> yeah, which, uh, yeah. And if people don't like want to use my site, they can like buy the sheet music through musicnotes.com if they'd rather learn that way. And that's not to say that there aren't great arrangers out there floating on their internet. There are, and there's some arrangers who do really beautiful pianistic things. Like somebody who inspired me was Kyle Landry. Um, he, he does a lot of like nerd tunes. He'll do movies, cartoons, video games, stuff like that. And he's, but he's very intricate, very classically inspired, very virtuosic kind of playing. Mm -hmm. Um, and sometimes when there's a song that I, somebody wanted me to teach, there just wouldn't be sheet music of it. Or if there was, there was an amateur who, who did really try their best, but either didn't transcribe it correctly or didn't notate it in a way that was, you know, friendly to their performer. Um, and so one thing that I, I think I can be proud of and brag of is like, you're going to get a good arrangement. Like you're going to get a yeah. good product. Yeah. Um, and how that's where do, How long really does it take you to transcribe? Sometimes. It depends. Um, yeah. So like, for example, I don't know if you're familiar with Final Fantasy 14. Um, I did like yeah, the tomorrow. Online one, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I did a tune called Tomorrow and Tomorrow, which was like a, like a rock ballad, but also had like this like 16 bar piano virtuoso. And I'm like, <laughs> damn. All right, here we go. So uh, that that could take like a day or two, depending on how intricate it is. Um, but Holy. like the other day, what did I arrange? What did I arrange the other day? Like something from Undertale <laughs> takes like less than an hour or something like that really melodic stuff you know it really depends on the tune so one of the things you said was the first you weren't a really a good teacher why did you feel like you weren't a good teacher in the beginning um part of it was resistance to becoming a teacher and and part of it was lack of experience um like in order to be a good teacher you have to just take yourself less seriously <laughs> like, like, like that's the opposite of the childhood lesson like when you yes. said, the tale as old as time when you're a kid and yes. you remember your first piano lesson and she's gonna say c and you're gonna c d yeah. and you're just gonna like slowly <laughs> play and she's got a metronome going back and forth and yeah then, yeah which that's stupid and i hate it like, it's like <laughs> it wasn't enjoyable as a child as much but oh, i still love the piano like... so much i stuck through it yeah. and then you yeah, get better which, teachers so like which is great yeah which is great no and i was heavily influenced by like a piano studio that i worked at when i lived up in fort collins in colorado my teacher by i guess my i guess he was a teacher in a way to be he taught me how to teach was like don't take your two seriously ask the student how they are we care about them like that's the first thing you should ask what did you do today how are you i was like oh my god like 
duh, like, you know, like, why didn't I think of that? Um, but also things like, you know, we're here to obviously bring value and provide structure, but like at the end of the day, these are students who are just gaining a skill. And so it should be fun. It should be constructive. Yeah. They might cry. Yeah. They may mess up, but, um, and in my resistance to it was like, so I went to school to compose and I also do compose on the side. Um, not so much be just cause the smarking piano takes a lot of my time, but like, that's an unfortunate default for a lot of women who go into music. Um, especially like in the, in the classical realm, especially in the piano realm, like, oh, I want to do music, but they just end up becoming a teacher. Like you don't see a lot of female composers period, let alone in the video game music world. So when I discovered that I had an aptitude for teaching, I was like, no, I'm not going to be that oh, chick. No. I'm, not, I'm like, I'm not going to fall into that stereotype. Um, but I've learned to get over that, like get over my ego, because that's what it is. Um, and just be like, no, I can teach and I can do this and it could be positive. And it doesn't have to be that, you know, become that old lady down at the road. <laughs> totally. you know, I, I can do it my way. Yeah. Cause you do that's do it cool. your way. Yeah. It's totally yeah, different. It's, yeah. I used Not to, to bash on the old lady down the street. Yeah, I love great. you so much, yeah. but like, no, thank you. <laughs> we <laughs> like, love you, friend. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I felt that way about like because me and josh played in like a rock group for years and years and then we played in like a hip-hop r&b group for years and years nice. and i used to think like of playing in a cover band i was like no that's like that was what how i felt about that okay, i picture like yeah. that old dude wearing like a literally like i've seen this wearing like a flame button up like charlie sheen's shirt <laughs> doing like sure. heart covers and i was like no never can do that and then when i finally like started playing like keep like when i was learning piano one thing mm -hmm. I did to make myself learn more was I joined my old drummer. He had a cover band. They needed a keyboard player. And I was like, yeah, sure. He's like, oh, it'll be horns and some extra adding, you know, additional stuff. It won't be too bad. And I'm like, okay, well, this would be great to make me learn so I don't look like an idiot. And then the first couple of sets, he's like, oh, Stevie Wonder Wish and this. And <laughs> I'm like, uh, I thought you said it was going to be like horns. <laughs> yeah. and, but that background pads, oh, atmosphere. And I, I remember mm -hmm. like a week before playing like the I got the bass like the dub 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 I got that down, and then I started doing my other hand. and I'm like no, and it had like a week, and instantly I'm like hot. Gotta go to the bathroom. It's like oh no, I'm not ready. <laughs> <laughs> and then when you got it though, when I got it, and now that's like my go-to like here at the studio and someone's got the Steinway. I'm like, oh yeah, we got the Steinway. Check. Oh, let me sit down. I can play a little bit. Show no. how it works. He's still going to the washroom though. Yeah. Yeah. Formative that. experience. Yeah. It it really was. And then, uh, but then when I started playing in that cover band, it made me actually realize like how much I missed, like learning yeah. those songs and, and, and you let my ego kind of hold me back from that. Mm -hmm. So I can see that. when you're getting paid to do the things you love, really, it's right. like, well, you shouldn't be like, ah, they yeah. only paid me to sing today. It's like, I got paid to sing today. Like yeah. you had a lot of fun. There those. you go. Yeah. That's a good mindset. I really like yeah. that. You learn things too. Like when you, I mean, I, I felt the same way. Like it was always like learning a cover when we would tour, we always had a rule that it was like, we would, when we go on tour anywhere around the world, it was a matter of like, we would do say two or three originals and we'd always throw a cover in just so it was a way for the audience because out of respect for them too that we knew like I always felt honored to be there and it was like a huge privilege so I was like I don't want them to get bored of this new act I'd like them to mm. and even if it is a song that's familiar that just keeps them listening to us I'd love them to be like you remember that band that did you know and for us it was like so we started with like Sabotage by Beastie Boys because nobody did that and then we got nice. known for that song and but I remember actually just being like I'd found that sometimes actually it was harder for me to remember the covers 
because I was just like, well, I want to play our originals. Yeah. So I wouldn't invest as much in learning. But then I realized there was so many little cool techniques that these amazing like artists had done in their songs that mm-hmm. I ended up later we would introduce into our music because you'd learned it through, like you mentioned, yeah. like pra- like putting it into it, like going, wow, this is, I would have never thought to do this. A new tool. Yeah. So for your yeah. compositions, yeah. how influenced are you by your favorite video game music? Is that like you got to move away from it? Are you trying to, is it just like you can't help it? It's going to be influenced by all the stuff you know already? Like, Yeah, fortunately, I'm, I'm writing for games. Like right now I'm writing for a game right now, so that's... I don't have to do that divide too much. Awesome. Um, but when I'm like trying to do something on my own, I like to go back to like that weird 20th century, like piano vibe. Like, how can I, how can I, it's, it's mostly just kind of like for me art for artist's sake. And it's not something like I put out there. <laughs> um, oh, but actually if I could shameless plug for a second. Um, no, no. I, yeah. I just, okay, <laughs> we only do shameful plugs. Yeah, you totally. have to be shameful really embarrassed. You stopped so I'm, fast on that I'm one. I'm really super, sorry. <laughs> super embarrassed by this. I'm super ashamed about it. It. but <laughs> thank you <laughs> yeah that's a better okay um i have a piece that's actually being performed online this saturday a doctoral student heard one of my pieces and wanted to play it oh. it's a double woodwind quintet which um i wrote last year and was premiered last year and so that's pretty exciting that's unreal. um where yeah, is she playing one. it yeah uh, he his zach oh, his- zach Schieber, yeah a doctoral student he's uh performing it at boulder um at boulder college like university of colorado mm, cool and it's gonna that? be yeah it's really cool um so it's gonna be a live streamed event because they're do, they're pretty serious about yep. their restrictions with COVID and everything um but if you guys want the link to it it's gonna Please. be this Absolutely. saturday yeah. that's yeah. very cool wow yeah. congratulations and that's awesome thank you yeah, it's this, actually really so cool it's really funny because I, I was chatting with him friday and he's like oh do you know this composer kimberly osberg and i'm like yeah, she was a freshman at my school when I was a sophomore, like at college. She's like, what? No way. Like, oh my God. So, that's like, hilarious. there's two of us representing our underground. Like, hell yeah. yeah that's hell awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. funny. Th- this podcast will be out on the Friday before. So, we'll put the link in there. On oh, cool. The, uh, yeah, that'd be awesome. When we post it for sure. That's very Yeah, cool. it's it's definitely weird. I don't know if you guys are familiar with double woodwind quintets or like woodwind quintets in general. Not so much. No. I've, yeah. Yeah, I've played I around was a... with sample libraries of woodwinds. But so in my like music career of learning piano first, right? And then I joined cadets and then instead of joining the brass band where I would have learned more about like symphonic and like marching music, I played bagpipes. So I went down the like bagpipe route. It is super dope and up in BC there's a lot of like we'll get a bagpiper on you guys a cool bagpiper soon. (laughs) I promise I'll make it cool again for you guys. I did uh I did a bit of always been cool, don't worry. Yes, it has always been cool. That's good. Played trombone at college uh, for poor so you're probably the most so I'm educated little, little about this. A little bit more uh, educated about the uh, like chamber chamber bands and all that kind of, or mm-hmm. chamber ensembles and all that kind of stuff. So how long is this piece then? Uh, it's like four or five minutes. Okay, cool. Super long. Yeah, so did yeah. you did you write that for woodwinds yeah. or? Yeah, I I was commissioned by um, actually a, a professor over at. Uh, Kenosha, um, the music school in Kenosha, Wisconsin, and he actually commissioned me before. Um, his theme was like uh, women composers, and he thought of me. Yeah. I was like, "Oh my god, thanks!" Um, so that, that was that was really flattering. That was really nice. Now, do you do all the like transposition based on mm-hmm. the instruments all yourself and all, all mm-hmm. that kind of yep. stuff? Yeah. So yeah. you're a genius. That yeah, is that's cool. awesome. That's crazy. That's so cool. when, when he reached, sorry, go ahead, keep going. No, I mean this very, very sincerely. Like, and this is not like me humble bragging or some junk. Like, I really sincerely don't think like I'm musically gifted. I just love it. So like, okay, so like, you just that's, kept at well, it. 
No, that's yeah, what yeah. makes you so special. That's that's, <laughs> yeah. that's the best part. From it would be cool for like coming from a student slash fan. Like we we'd like to hear that stuff for sure. Because I was wondering that myself, thinking like mm-hmm. if you've got stuff out there. I don't like to push it on Smart Game Piano because that that's not for a different me. thing. That's yeah. Yeah. Students. a separate yeah. thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's so like, that like, that composer that reached out to you is that the same? Like you were you were speaking earlier about just how is that world kind of sort of a male dominated. In yeah. industry but he Absolutely. reached out to you which is flipping awesome yeah. I, I think there's a lot more of a conscious effort from people especially in the art world that are being a little bit more deliberate about which artists they feature which artists they promote which artists they commission um and he he actually explicitly talked about that like how he wants more people of color on the program he wants to have yeah. more women yeah, that's awesome. and he and he said like i don't want to knock on the old dead white guys because clearly their music is um, influential, substantial, amazing, incredible, but that's like not the only good thing out there. Yeah. Um, and I, and that's like the mindset I like to follow too. Like definitely love the classics, study the classics, go to the classics and like push yourself to like listen yeah. things that you wouldn't necessarily um, choose or, or, or actively seek out by yourself. You Just know? while you are yeah. on that, what's your, what's your favorite classics? Oh, I'm a sucker, um, like any pianist, Chopin, because he was like the first composer (laughs) that really figured out how the piano could shine. You know, yeah, he like he like really figured out the intricacies of it. I used to be really big into Scriabin, who was a Russian composer, um, absolutely crazy, bonkers, madman, who kind of like, because if you like. I don't know how much you guys know about the classical world, but Russian music is just kind of like bonkers. Okay, okay, guys, yeah, absolutely bonkers. I want a absolutely. time machine. I'd be like, I want to just watch one of them live and just be like, everyone, like, I don't know how many people would watch them, but that must have been insane. Dude, like, you're gonna go watch this guy. In Soviet be... Russia too, yeah. like, yeah. like, it would be cold there. We'd have to wear jackets. Yeah, that, that's yeah. why they were crazy. Yeah. <laughs> they were just insane. Have you ever listened yeah. to much uh, Eric Whitaker? A little bit. He was really, bit. really loved. At, so I went to Luther College for undergrad, and that was like a big choir school. Yep. And so like all of my singer friends had such a hard on for him. And I'm like, yeah, that's nice. Like, <laughs> He's even got a Spitfire library. Good for him. Right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Eric Whitaker Choir. Um, yeah. Did you see the movie The Joker? I did. Yeah. Great yeah. score in that. Oh, who, my gosh. Who did that one? Good. Hildur. I don't know how to pronounce your last name, but... Gwena de Tear? <laughs> yeah, she, it made me I, feel like I was going through it with them, like watching yeah. it in the like the, it was zoo, the, the like. I'm so uncomfortable, it, but I enjoyed this it, so much. Yeah, it was a really good choice. It, like I had, I hadn't heard of that composer before, and I was like, whoa, whoa, this is appropriate. This is very, very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was award winning, wasn't it? I believe. Mm-hmm. I got, it got nominated. Okay. It did it. Was wait, did it win? I feel I like it did, it. but maybe not. It won in my heart. It won my heart. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> where sure. all that matters. I loved it. I'm going to look that up. I, I know it took us, uh, my wife and I watched it. I think it took us three sittings to get through it. it yeah. We started. It's and I remember, hard, I remember at one point we looked at each other and I was like, I don't think we've been breathing. <laughs> yeah. We actually, just... we actually took a break and we paused and we like, we're just like, I think we just, we took a sip of wine and we're sitting there and we just talked about what we were experiencing because it was done so well. And that's the yeah. one thing I've always loved that the power of like when you <clears throat> bring together art in so many different forms and people's perspective like the way that it was written like the music how it matched even the color like choice that they did for color correction the way that they lit the rooms the way that they had the actor and the actresses the way that mm-hmm. they had like even the way that the characters of um the locations 
right? Like even that freaking staircase, how that became a a character. And it's like Mm -hmm. all of that stuff. And it just emotionally, like I remember there was a points where, and both my wife and I are very emotional people as it is, but we sat there and we're just like, yeah, it took us three times to get through it. And in the end, I remember we said, I don't think we can recommend this to anybody. Because so, it was just one of those things that, like, I wasn't sure what people would say, like, because it, it meant yeah. like, we loved it, but it took us three nights to get through yeah, it. Like, that's uh, we were gonna whew. we were gonna watch. We ended up seeing that in theater, so there wasn't a way to stop it. So it was like a big group of people, <laughs> and it was just no, it, didn't, it was just going through it. But the movie we were gonna watch, it wasn't there. I don't know if any anyone else has seen The Lighthouse. I've, I no. saw parts of it. Yeah. I can't. I. I, I don't usually stop in a movie. I had to stop maybe more than three times. You have to watch it with captions. Really? In a dark room. It's filmed like it's from the 1920s, and it's just a two-person, Willem Dafoe, Robert Pattinson, going crazy in a lighthouse. Oh, my God. And I'm not necessarily recommending you to watch it, but I think I enjoyed it, but I'd never wanted to see it in theaters with other people. So really? I'm going to do that after this podcast then. Yeah, just put on some headphones. In the dark. Captions. That's my favorite. Yeah. Scary movies oh, yeah. in the dark. That's how we got into anime. With Tyler worked at Blockbuster back in the day, and oh, they yeah. insisted oh, that we watched as many Wintrels as we could. And once you get through all the regular movies, you get hooked on the anime. Oh, yeah, we loved anime. Yeah. Spirited Away. Yeah, that's... Uh, I would always play the always with you piano versions out when I was yeah. doing wedding DJ stuff and you'd always find all the nerds in the room and they'd come over like the dude like, they came over yeah. and they're like I, <laughs> yeah. I noticed that <laughs> and like instrumental string quartet <laughs> versions of video game music over dinner and everyone's being really classy then all of a sudden you get those people looking over at you and you just Wait. have that like, Oh, yeah. I've We're done that. I played, I played some Minecraft music like before like the main music yep. at a wedding and this one dude was like, girl. I was like, yeah, I found one. It's, it's yeah, awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. By, the way, by the way, you were right. It did win. Best score. Oh, yes. fact check. Uh, fact check live. Um, <laughs> John Baptiste, I think from Stephen Colbert, uh, Late Show. There's been so many times where I've been like, you listen to them coming out of break. And he's playing like Final Fantasy, like those who fight for the, like they're really? playing like a song from the, the band leader. Music. Really? Yeah. What? I yeah. heard Lost Woods one time. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. they're playing. Yeah, they'll come yeah. out of a video game song. Yeah. I did not know that. Cool. I'm so going cool. to. That's what I'm doing after this. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> that's very cool. Yeah. It, it's funny how that's a, that's all it takes. I, I find if I meet somebody who's like a musician or in like that kind of music, like you have like instant camaraderie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if I same thing if I meet another bald guy I'm like oh yeah <laughs> we're, we're on the same team yeah I can Brother. totally relate yeah you know what it's like right I was gonna, yeah I wasn't totally sure. is it just me or is my microphone really low compared to everybody yeah, else I think it's been it keeps dipping lower. it's like comically <laughs> dipping throughout the episode there we go thank you <laughs> he's back in action. Do, do, do. I wanted, you, I, I wanted to ask you a question. You were talking earlier, but it was like way back when, when you were just, you're talking about schooling and talking about meeting people and, and regret. Um, yeah. And you talked about wanting to do something that brought you joy. And I wanted to ask you what brought you joy. What brings you joy? Um, accomplishments, experiences. Um, for And it sounds so cheesy, but music really did save my life. Um in a lot of ways, because it was something stable, something that I can control, something that couldn't be taken away from me. Um, Cause like, I actually, um, if, and if this is like too heavy, like you can cut this out, but like in September, 2017, I actually lost my partner of seven years in a car accident. Um, and that ruined my life, like completely ruined my life. Um, and doing smart game piano and doing music was something that made life worth living mm-hmm. because 
in the time, what I thought was stable wasn't what I thought was yeah. going to be forever wasn't. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you change your mindset change, your belief sets change, but and I like semi-seriously joke to people like my brain broke. I forgot how to play piano. And I yeah. actually <laughs> kind of did for a little bit. Like I would sit down at the piano and just like went, uh, I, I don't know. And, but like once like I spent some time resting, it came back. And when I could experience joy again, yeah, it was something involved in music, either playing, listening, talking to others, going to conventions with other nerds, talking about music, like truly just gosh music like literally music brings yeah. me joy yeah. um that's amazing yeah. well thank you like first of all like i mean sorry to really sorry to hear that and thank you for being brave enough to share that with us because it's yeah. something that uh we want to hear people on yeah. the show talk about real stuff in real life because that's how you i don't know persevere in the arts is if you're not yeah. extremely passionate for it and you have to have that love for it i don't know sitting in front of a piano like working through those emotions in the really really hard times i'm like well i'm just mm -hmm. gonna sit and whatever comes out comes out and like you say yeah like, yeah. it, the worst part would be to sit at that piano and not, like, we're blessed here with a, a beautiful instrument. And every single totally. time I come over, I'm going <laughs> to play it. I'm sorry, everybody. Yeah. I have to. I can't not because it's just this, like, oh, yeah. wow. This just yeah. feels so good right now. I, f mm -hmm. I remember when that happened and you made the video letting us all know about it. I remember being in my work fan. Yep. Yeah. That's a heavy... Okay, so, yeah. So, you were, you were there way back when. Yeah. Then. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I remember being, like crying in my work van when you put your video because you're like you let us let it all out and i was like this is like terrible and um just how strong you were through it and like how you kind of stuck stuck it out and I, I was super impressed by how you you know you like a lot of people would kind of give up and you know just oh trust defeated, me right? some giving up did happen just like yeah <laughs> and like behind the scenes and like that's why that's one weird thing that I, that I had to learn too. Like people would tell me all the time that I was strong and so positive and I don't feel like a strong person and I don't feel like a positive person, but like, that's okay. Because I think that can be applied to the arts really, really easily. Like you may not feel good enough. Yeah. You may not feel motivated. You may not feel talented, but you are doing more and you're so much capable of more than you might be recognizing. And so like when I teach and when I talk to people, I fully embrace the darkness. Like you're having a bad day and your practicing sucks. You're having a bad day and your practicing sucks. Like let's embrace <laughs> yeah. it. Like there's yep. like some sort of weird backwards positivity you can get from just yeah. sitting with the negative. I think, I think that like even uh, acknowledging, like that's one of the things that I always loved about music was, I mean, one of the things that I talk to you guys about all the time is, I really a lot of times could give a shit like about what people do. I, I yeah. love getting to know people for who they are. And mm -hmm. one of the things that I loved about music was being able to bring who I was. And I wish I'd have done it even more in a pure, transparent, authentic and like empathetic manner. Cause um, yeah, there was those days like the really shitty days. And that was one thing that I absolutely loved about music is that you could then have the shitty day with your instrument and you, and you could just, uh, when, when I was struggling to say things with words that my instrument mm -hmm. could say it. And the weird gibberish that I was singing that I would listen back to later that made no fucking sense. Uh, but it, it, I could, I could feel, I could smell what the smell of the room was. I, I remember the lighting and I remember what it oh, felt wow. like. I remember the sweat. It, it's what, like I've always written from like, I've shared with these guys, but from like a deeply empathetic place. And so it actually, um, it was hard for me to turn it off, but it was also something that I, recognize as a huge gift to me um, as mm -hmm. well in my life that I was able to experience things that um, 
not a lot of other people could. Touring was very difficult for me because of the fact that I'd play a song that I had written for somebody from an empathetic place, but I felt like I'd actually gone through it. And, mm. uh, and I would be wrecked every night. So we'd play that song every night for three months straight or something. And every night I was getting wrecked because I felt it immensely. And it's interesting because yeah, I, I carried it every single night. And so it wasn't fun for me to go through. But at the same time, I wanted that story to be told. And that's one thing that I've always loved. I appreciate even you like being honest about that because um, it's something that, I, yeah, I've even tell my daughters even now that it's like, um, you know, it's weird, but we kind of started growing up in a culture now. And I think it's actually not now, but it's, I think there's a big shift happening where it's like we were meant to feel the feelings that we have. We were meant mm -hmm. to feel them. So I loved how you said that. Yeah, if you're teaching, you're like, yeah, hey, you're feeling down. Well, you're feeling down. That's fine. Yeah. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Like I'm we a don't... big fan right now on the radio. Like we go through these cyclical things when you're, when you're finding all the pop songs every year. And all of a sudden these big piano slow jams become the biggest hits. And I just get so I happy in the that. car. So I can like cry <laughs> drive places. And I'm just like, it's a beautiful song. And it's sad. And it's about topics. Yeah. It's not a happy song. And especially the last year, like people coming out with this beautiful new music. But like mm -hmm. just recently, that driver's license one blew up, and that's just like yeah, yeah. that piano build where it's so repetitive, it's so beautiful. It's just a fun song that caught fire. There was another totally. one. Oh, uh, the new Taylor Swift Exile. Mm -hmm. uh, is I love that there. "Stay" by Rihanna. The yep, like they're just is really good. every once in a while a big sad piano jam is just popular. But that, that's one of the the most beautiful things about just art in general, right? Mm -hmm. Is being able to like, and I think that's one of the cool things, which is why I was curious about how you even. I mean, I, I love hearing your story. So thank you for sharing with us. Because I think it's so yeah, neat to course. hear how it's like, you've got these artists, like my brother-in-law works for like a video game company. And so he actually, even when we're younger, because um, I mean, I fell in love with my wife, who's my best friend. We were, she was 15 and I was 17. And her oh. younger brother was this amazing, he, it was always like locked in his room playing video games. So he introduced me to so many video games and I would love just sitting in the room with them. And he was so freaking good at everything that I would never get a chance to play anyways. Don't so he was, you can die like after. That? He was yeah. one of those guys. I got to die first. And like, does this game even <laughs> yeah. have lives? Yeah. I don't think. And I remember, Next I, time. I remember I'd like leave like late at night or something like that. I'd leave and I'd go home like as I was still living at home when I was, you know, obviously I was young. And then I would come back the next day and he'd be going to bed. He's like, finish the game. And I was like, man, you're unbelievable. But I love how art, like you look at art of all these different forms and how brings people together like and it's one of those things and it, and it allows you to have emotion how you share too even with the video game like bringing you to tears and like that's one thing even now like you know looking at um like the last of us too and like oh there's all these amazing things that like people wept right and like there's all these mm -hmm. games that are just they're bringing people to a place and i think it's absolutely incredible i mean i know the first time that our song we were asked to be a part of like a uh, PlayStation 3 and Xbox like to have our our stuff in it. I was like, yes. Like, it was a huge honor. That's, that's huge. And, yeah, and it was that's cool. Amazing. It was. It was neat, too, because it was like, how many times did you dream about having your music, like... Somewhere. And it somewhere. Gets to be and then now I was like, wait a minute. Like, I remember how many times it took me to get to beat one level. And you hear the song over, over and, and over. over and over. <laughs> and so I was like, hands down, you can have, like, you can put our stuff in. Like, I was so excited about that. But I do love that about music, that they're... You know, whether it be in a video game or whether it's in a movie or whether you're driving down the street or whether you're hanging out with buddies and you have a radio on or whatever it may be that it's it, it has all these different experiences and these different feelings. And I think that's what I was the point that I was getting at is just like I think mm -hmm. it's cool how you mentioned that aspect of like feeling your feelings and that you you have them mm -hmm. for a reason. You don't need to yeah. shut them out to be. Listen, don't feel that right now. Focus on piano. It's like, no, no, no. Yeah. Like, I like that you said that. That's a huge thing to me because I think as a as an artist, even with a group of guys in a record, like in a studio setting, there was times where I felt like I needed to be happier. Right. <laughs> Cause I just be happy. And I am a happy guy, but I'd be, I'd come sure. in after having a conversation that was hard with somebody. And I would come in and be like, Oh my goodness, my heart's wrecked. It's like, well, 
shut it off and be happy now. We need to write a happy song. And it was like, there's times for that too. I'm not saying, you know, that, mm-hmm. it, you know, but anyway. Yeah. It, that balance is hard, especially as a working musician, because there are times where you do have to just put your nose down, you know, do the work, yeah. do the grind. Totally. Um, it's like, it's like at the risk of sounding like a hippie, but like it's all about the balance. You just gotta <laughs> right. find the right balance, you know? Because it's not a nine to five is. clock in at the music factory. I'm off to go make notes, uh, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> make <laughs> notes. I'm gonna make the music at the factory and I do my yeah. job and I do my thing. It's like, whoa, what do you mean there's no rules, but there's all the rules? Like you said, like you're doing everything mm-hmm. you can and nothing at the same time because it's like, yeah. I don't know what to do next. And oh, that's, yeah. that's the true challenge because it, it gets hard as soon as you have to do the work, right? It's just, it's fun yeah. just to jam around. I found. Like when I was a young musician, I didn't want to take lessons in the traditional mm-hmm. style because I didn't want it to become a chore because I knew I'm lazy. Yeah. And uh, so I just kind of would learn on my own. And then I'd learn other songs, but I found I enjoyed writing my own better just because mm-hmm. I didn't have to follow any rules. I was like, okay, well, I can just do whatever I want. And then. Yeah. <laughs> it's in 6 8. And it's in 6 8. <laughs> and six, and I like eight. It. Somehow he <laughs> takes every single time signature and turns it back into 6 yeah. 8. <laughs> yeah. Can you put more sway into that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think this 4-4 should be a little more uh, sweet. Yeah, take one beat out of that. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. when you get requests for stuff and you've never done it before, do you try to consume a bit of it first or just dive straight into the music? I try to listen to it first, especially, um, I, I mean, like some, like I'll, like for example, when people were recommending Demon Slayer songs, like, oh, this is the hot new anime all the kids are talking about. Yeah. And then I watched it and went, oh my God, I get it. So like, and then that <laughs> yeah. was really exciting to like do That's that. That's awesome. Other times it's, um, yeah, not every time I like try to learn a little bit of context, especially kind of like um, where it plays in the game and for what, um, but not every time, like if I, if I know the tune, like everybody yeah. knows the Ocarina tunes and stuff like that. And I'm, pr- I'm pretty familiar with the Final <laughs> Fantasy music. So if it's stuff I don't know already, yeah, yeah, I'll do a little bit more work. Cool. I think it's great mm-hmm. how many free clips you have for people like you don't just Mm -hmm. you don't have to bring them in right away like you've got a lot out there for someone just starting just to learn Mm -hmm. and not get yeah kind of there's i mean i am we live in a capitalistic society so i understand (laughs) the need for the grind i understand the need to make that that money (laughs) (laughs) we just do um but at the same time i have like a foot in the camp of like once once something is out there it's no longer yours um not yes. that i'm like teaching original stuff you know but like i like you should put some stuff out for free just because like have give somebody throw somebody a bone every now and then like gifts inspire somebody and sometimes it's not gonna land and some people will definitely take advantage of it um but it's it's fine like just put free stuff out there sometimes it's it's totally worth it well it's one of the, it's definitely something that um it, from the marketing world i'm a partner in a marketing agency and it's one of the things that okay. I, i'll talk to clients about all the time is don't be afraid to actually give things away with a good just genuine heart and yeah. mm-hmm. ultimately a lot of people get worried because of the fact that they're you know they're like well why would i give my trade secrets away for free or this and that i'm like well actually the interesting thing is is that you end up becoming so valuable to them that they will come back to you when there is an opportunity mm-hmm. to pay you um mm-hmm. so i always say you know like there's a word I always throw around with reciprocity and it's like, you know, and I'll say like, um, there was a prime example. There was somebody that I follow that they, they started their YouTube channel and they built just for years and years and years, they just built up giving away free content and it was amazing. They did a great job Mm -hmm. at it and built this crazy following. And then all of a sudden they decided it was time to like, they're going to release like a book and it just sold millions. 
But wow. forever, like people had, they've been giving away all this content for free. So when it was time, and it was interesting because the reason why this, this story kind of pops out to me is that, um, actually, that's what it was. I read an article on it. And they were saying that a lot of the people that they had given away things for free, they became the number one source for people that were going to that. So they knew they could go there. And then when it was time, oh, they released a book. They felt some of the, like a large chunk of their audience felt, oh, no, I owe them because they've given me this stuff for so long. I owe it to them. So they actually wanted to support the person. And yet those people just did it out of the kindness of their heart because they loved it. It's the free breadsticks of life. And, uh, you just yeah. give someone the breadsticks. <laughs> you can come back for the yeah. bread. Yeah. If the food's good yeah. or not good, they'll come back. They'll get but more bread. there is Delicious. a lot. It's still interesting how many people are really nervous to give things away um, because yeah. they feel like, well, if I give it away, they're never going to come back. And I totally, I really respect what you're doing because I think I've always preached it to all of our clients and to people is that, you know, just out of the kindness of your heart, just give and trust me, it'll come back. And, it, and a lot of times it comes back yeah. tenfold. Totally. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and I totally felt that at the beginning of Smart Game Piano. Um, that's, that's been a weakness of mine doing Smart Game Piano, getting into marketing and sales and that. Because like as a musician, I felt like a trader, like kind of <laughs> yeah. learning all that stuff, you know, like it just, it just feels slimy at first, but it took me a while and some great encouragement from coworkers that was like, you know, if you really believe in your product and if you really do think what you're doing is helping people, then you should feel no shame and being like, Hey, no, this is good. You can use this. I promise it's worth it. Um, and yeah, it's, it's not even necessary evil. I can't think of a word for it. It's, it's super, everybody should learn some marketing skills. Mm -hmm. Like they just should. Well, it's, it's interesting because you use the word shame, but you should never feel that like to like getting yeah, to being know proud you, of who you are and your well, talents. Yeah. And it's just, well, and getting to know you already. I mean, even from the moment we started talking, it's like, you just see that you are a genuine person and, yeah. well, and having you. that transparent, <laughs> authentic heart, which is something that these guys will get, you know, much like the people that are, like work for me, it's like they hate hearing me say it, but I'm constantly preaching transparency, empathy, and we'll get our authenticity. We'll get the Matt soundboard. <laughs> yeah, I know. But the thing is, the, the great thing is that when you when you are like you know again focusing on who you are, which is a, a great human being, um, that in itself is the marketing right there. Hundred percent. And you don't have to be the because back in the day it was that slimy sale like sell 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 yeah, sell sell yeah, and yeah, ultimately yeah. It, to me it's just. Which is why I'm always oh, um, hugely at like p trying to push as much as possible is to focus on who you are versus what you do. Um, yeah, and I love yeah, that too. Yeah. You even said too, you're like, yeah, I really love, and you talked about her, what you loved. Because right? we were saying that, that was the first thing you talked about, not about the piano. You actually talked about her, yeah. which is a cool thing. So right off the top, you're doing stuff right a lot, oh, really, yes. really Thanks. doing stuff right. <laughs> the, the beginning of the internet when we all weren't supposed to use our real names, you know, we all just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, we, the first email was, don't tell anyone who you are, what's going on, like the world, the internet. But now it's like. It's just you. Do you find like that's an odd? Do you meet people out who like recognize you at all? It's randomly? happened only once, and it was at a video game music convention, so I feel like it didn't count. Um, <laughs> I'm I actually and it actually, was family. <laughs> right, it was my grandma. Yeah. Um, right. <laughs> she had a wicked right. cosplay. It was crazy. Right. Oh, she looks so good. Um, but so my friend Kara, Kara Comparetto, she's a oh the other pianist. Fan. Yeah, you guys yeah, did that practice video. Yeah, she's awesome. I she's she's a huge source of inspiration for me. She's just a super kind and also genuine person. Um, she she was really funny a couple of weeks ago. She called me out. She's like, "Hey, I didn't see you post on Instagram, and I know you're a super private person. Just making sure you're okay." And I'm like, "You precious baby bunny, I'm fine." Um, but like, I I don't like to put like too much of my private stuff out there. Like, obviously, I I like I put my tragedy up there when it happened, but like, I tend to be like. Um, 
I don't know. It's like, I I've gotten better at like kind of taking selfies and be like, Hey guys, today I dang this, but I'm, I'm not like, I'm not showing like, and I had yogurt for breakfast because that has probiotics <laughs> yeah. and you're going to get smarter. I like a pack that's, of six. This is number five. Yeah. <laughs> right. But like, I don't know. It's, it's hard to put yourself out there because you can kind of choose what you put out there. And I, I'm, I'm, I feel very flattered that you feel like I'm genuine authentic because I am careful about what I put out there. Um, especially with like you know my grief and my and my own mental wellness uh, wellness that's wellness. a that's a Freudian slip right there let's slow that back a bit mental wellness <laughs> right. it's good for hell right. Halloween well I think I think sometimes people though do get a little bit worried that like even for myself like I have had people say like they're they're fearful when I share like you know to be transparent and authentic and empathetic totally. they're very yeah. very fearful because in their mind because you're vulnerable yes yeah, very right so the yeah. thing is though is I mean even asking you 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 mentioned that you shared some things in your life that were pretty hard things. Most mm -hmm. people don't start there with sharing yeah. things about that. And so I think actually in my mind, you know, there's there's things that you can practice as well that I've found too. And it's like one of them is like uh, masking. And I think we all do that. And when people think, you know, when I remember the first time I ever heard oh, about it, sure. I was like, well, what does that mean? Like wearing a mask and now you're not. I remember my exact words were, oh, great. Now you fucking don't want me to be myself. Yeah. And they're like, no, 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 no. Like <laughs> when you meet somebody for the first time, it's like they use the analogy of, say taping off something that you're going to paint they're like you'll mask off the areas you don't want to get paint but you'll allow people you'll paint the areas that you want so when you're meeting somebody you'll mask off so you're being 100 percent you you're being transparent empathetic mm -hmm. authentic you're being you but you're just allowing them to see the areas because you're getting to know them that you want and as the yeah. relationship grows then you choose whether or not you peel back a bit of that like tape and i was like that's a really great analogy that so is. when i share with yeah. people i always say like because people are always fearful like well i'm not going to share it's like but Every day, it's funny, a client just told me, like, I have no stories to share on their social media. I was like, every day you've got a story to share. Yeah, that's, but that's bull honky. There's it, something. There's, there's every something. Day. Something happened. But, but yeah. when you get yeah. to know your community as well, then you also realize, too, that, yeah, maybe your community could give two shits about, like, probiotic yogurt. But maybe yeah. when you are walking, you're like, man, I'm just, like, I like smelling nature and this and that. Then it's relevant to them because to them. Mm -hmm. And that's actually, I wanted to kind of ask you, like, it's so cool that you have a community from all over the world. Mm -hmm. That's absolutely unbelievable. From a marketing perspective, that's like, oh my goodness. So I was going to ask, like, what is it like? Like, do you have to, oh man, like it's, it's like even here, like in Canada, it's funny. Cause like you can't even carry some products unless they have French on them. Right. Yeah. Like it's like, so what oh, is it, what is it okay. like for you with having like, even just because we are all so different and unique around the world, which I think is absolutely amazing and makes your community so much stronger, but what it's... do you have to change anything or do anything or is it? Yeah. Kind of. Annoying. Um, it's humbling and like i have to recognize like oh i just fell into the default of my first language being english like yep. you're lucky that you you don't have to be learning this yeah um it made me realize that like you know the world is becoming more global um and i, I feel like that's a big weakness of mine still because most of my uh members of my community uh tend to be male they tend to be in their 20s and their 30s um like it's like half and half like family people and like single guys um and there's there's a few women scattered here and there and they're just like i always freak out like oh the unicorns they're <laughs> yes. here like oh my goodness um but for me i've kind of noticed that while a lot of demeanors are different a lot of cultural expectations um 
the the one thing that ties them all is video game music so like that like is so just cool. like my go-to like yep. we can, like it it's doesn't so cool. matter who that person is we geek out about that like we've been doing tonight and oh, like that so cool. yeah and that foundation is there um and i definitely have a lot to learn when it comes to you know not just marketing but teaching people of these different backgrounds but like the fact that we have that nerdy foundation is super super helpful yeah built yeah, from that that is yeah that's yeah. awesome Oh and you've got gosh. a great community, like seeing people post. Oh my videos, gosh, it's like... not toxic. I don't know how. <laughs> right? Yeah, everyone's like, it's a and... self-filtered system. People are like, I wouldn't fit yeah. in. And there, I like so... the 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 finger, the finger wink. And you know, it's funny. So me and Josh, we used to work together at Olive Garden, and our general manager. <laughs> Have you done like every job I... together? Yes, yeah, so yeah. did. <laughs> We've been friends for a few years. A couple bands. We're connected. So, but <laughs> the general manager, we didn't like her very much, but she'd be like the classic, like, got time to lean, got time to clean. And then she did the mm-hmm. thing, though. She'd be like, wink and do the finger. <laughs> like both. Nice. But you're bringing it back to being a good thing again. And I appreciate that. Because <laughs> that was good. a good like, memory. How belittling good. this, she would, sorry, what was the slogan? I, oh, got you don't know that? Got time to clean. If did you have you, time to talk, you have I time to stalk. Even, None of those? You can't get me started on yeah. that stuff. That stuff annoys <laughs> oh, yeah. the shit out of me. Oh, my God. She got mad at me for eating dead food one time. Sorry, because what? she wanted to eat it. Dude, all food's dead. So what are you talking dead about? Food? Like, like, no, a, like a, we made too many pastas. There's an extra pasta in the window, and that's no one's touched dead it. Food? Yeah, because yeah. oh. you get throw it out. Because legally, you don't want your your people eating food that no one paid for. So you have to put it in the garbage, so all of the people don't eat. But hmm. you know, you like you're gonna get mad at me for eating garbage, like technical yeah. garbage. So it was a, <laughs> he waited for it to be like so dead that no one would care, and then. <laughs> His boss was... Turns out she was waiting for that same thing. <laughs> and then she came in, she's like, you! I was like, oh, chicken and shrimp limon, busted. <laughs> she knew the game. She if this previous manager happens to listen to this podcast, we we probably understand you were just misunderstood. Yeah, Monique. <laughs> yeah, girl. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah. <laughs> she was eyeing it. That's the thing. She tells she the was... story to this day of this one guy who ate Yeah, her there it is. Bastard ate my... <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Yeah, no, it's... Uh... It's pretty cool, De- like definitely seeing how many people from different areas, and like obviously there's so much passion and like people mm-hmm. showing off their skills because it's it's kind of a fun thing to do. You feel like that pride and oh, I've got, you know, now I can play this, and then you get to show it yeah. off a little bit, and then you have everybody else kind of like oh, good job, and there's that camaraderie I find, which is totally. awesome. Totally, yeah, I encourage people like chase that dopamine high. Yes, like, th- that's a great natural high. Get it? Like, it is it's 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 that's what's going to keep you motivated like and and some people i don't not everybody gets something out of it but i think some people when they get the mechanics of like how their mind actually works that that gets them excited you know one big thing that i've been saying recently is that like um motivation is not internal like it's external like same thing with your energy and the calories you burn like you have to consume food you have to eat in order to get your energy right and that that's not something a a a wellspring inside of you you have to feed it motivation's the same way um there's this horrible mindset there's like if you really love it you'll always be passionate you'll always be motivated yeah. you'll never be burnt out and that's just not how it, how works. it works that's not life yeah i thought that was great you, you're talking about that in your last solo live stream i like that a lot yeah 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 yeah, yeah. um got that from a therapist friend of mine um yeah my, my two closest friends are both therapists so if i say anything <laughs> that sounds really wise I stole it from them. <laughs> That's, That's awesome. awesome. I remember it was a it, like anytime learning because I was always the I always was self taught. Like I was a, the guy that snuck into my like dad's room when I was a little kid and found the guitar in the closet and then would go to shows because all my buddies were all older and touring and I would write down where their hands are. I had no clue what they were doing and 
and I would like learn from that. And I remember, um, yeah, things would get challenging and it was like, and it wasn't fun. Like to mm -hmm. learn things wasn't, wasn't always fun. But I remember somebody telling me once it was like, and I think it was my father-in-law actually told me, he was like, you know, set like small attainable goals every day. Mm -hmm. And it can be that simple, tiny thing that like, and, it can, and it's odd, but like years later then he like sent me another article about how like that's actually why the army started getting guys just to make their bed. It was literally so that they oh. felt they accomplished cool. something. So when you woke up, you are, you accomplished something. So at the end of the night, say you came back, you're like, oh yeah, right, I already did that. Like you, there was one thing that you did at least that you accomplished that was a small goal. And I realized in my life, like especially with music, it was, um, you know, sometimes I, like again, you talked about your fingers hurting on guitar and stuff, and it's funny because whenever I play on cheap guitars, I'm like, ugh, and it hurts. <laughs> so, <laughs> the, uh... But I play ev all, I play every day, but I'll play on like a good guitar and I can play forever. Yeah, and yeah. but mm -hmm. it's interesting when I try to actually go the part of my brain that's like this isn't fun wants to go to just what's fun. I was on mm -hmm. the uh, the most stubborn kid. Like I learned stuff out of spite, and someone's like, you can't do that. <laughs> well, I'm gonna learn that even harder now. That's how I stuck I, through yeah. like uh, learning bagpipes was a really interesting instrument because like. You go through a phase where no matter how, like, you're not going to sound very good for a little bit. But then once you figure it out, it's the best thing ever. But at first, every single person learned that, that instrument starts on. That must be tough. It's called the practice channel. It's like a little version of it where you just learn how to do the fingering. Because <laughs> the real holes are way bigger. We're talking about like your hands. Like as a piano player, you think, you go, oh, I can do this. So like you learn the recorder and it was cool. But it's, it's, you don't have direct control over the reed. So you have to do all the notes as little like blippities, little grace notes. And that's how you make uh -huh. separate notes oh. on the bagpipe. And then you learn how to actually pump up the bag and breathe it, which is a totally different thing than playing just the notes. Oh that sounds God. really that difficult. Sounds and then you have so to tune, you tune it by ear. <laughs> right. And then like once it all comes together, though, in those years of like when I was a really proud, like I'm very out of practice, so it's embarrassing. I can only, I'm at that place stage now where like I just got to go sound bad again for like a little bit. And then I know I'm going to sound great, but I'm just so embarrassed to be like, you can't just casually practice your bagpipe at yeah. anywhere. It People are going like to hear a, you. What did you say the radius of hearing it is? It's got like a seven mile radius. Oh, it's ridiculous. Like, my parents, <laughs> but I was like, I was 10 or 12, and my first super proud moment of like, I'm going to go out on the porch and play my bagpipe. And I was just like, I was doing it, and my parents were like, they heard it from miles away. I was his home. neighbor, too, and I'd hear that. I'd hear that. Turns out, though, so people funny. people loved watching me, or like, over the years, they're like, they'd call their grandma and be like, hold up the phone, and be like, he's practicing again. Awesome. And it was like a really Aww. fun, like, so I think. That's I, cute. Yeah. I like that. That's awesome. But, like, spite is a great motivator. It is. Like, my best. <laughs> like, oh, oh yeah. you tell me I can't, I'll practice so much harder now. Oh, and it's gosh. like, I just practice so much. That's what Braden was saying, our last guest engineer producer. He was like, that's what's driving uh -huh. him right now, too. Spite. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> These spite yeah. driven You know what's interesting? When he said that, I Googled the word spite because I felt like I knew what it meant. And I was like, oh, it's kind of a bit of a negative. But because of the fact that, like, yeah, like, there's certain people that when you say, like, you can't do it, they're like, okay. Yeah, and then there's others sure. that mm -hmm. it, there's others that it motivates. It's not, that's me. I'm telling myself. I have to tell myself that. Yeah. Like, no, you can't. You don't get feeling self defeating about whatever you're trying to do when it's to get to those hard points because it's like you said, it's those practice hours you're putting in, even if it mm -hmm. is just like ten minutes a day. Like well, it's all you did. Yeah. Sydney says at least fifteen minutes. Like just get fifteen minutes on there, right? Like every day. Fifteen minutes is is good. That's like. It's not a hard and fast rule, but I say 15 minutes because that's something where you can have an attainable goal. Yeah. yeah. Like 10 minutes, sure, but that, that to me is like warm up time. Like that's just when your brain's starting to get warm. Yeah. Like if you get it warm in 10 minutes and then five minutes of something intense, great. You did it. You can shut it off. Like you're done. You're good. Yeah. Do you, uh, before you play piano, do you do any warm ups? Um, I say no, took say a no. break. Just say no. <laughs> yeah. 
Yes, I do. Oh. Uh, I took kind of like <laughs> a break from warm ups. However, my warm ups aren't always the same. Like sometimes yes. I'll do scales. <laughs> Um, and sometimes it'll just be a song that I know really well and have it memorized and just literally warm up that way. Um, it won't be like a super technical song or something really demanding, but just like, I'm just going to jam for a bit, even just jamming and improvising. That's a good warm up. Like whatever basically just gets the ball rolling. It really doesn't matter. Um, cause you can even save like the technical practice arpeggio scales for last, yeah. um, like, and that's what I like about those. Like they could be warmups or they could be an intense practice. Like a warm up just gets you gets you hot, you know. Yeah. Whatever that is. Can you can you please say yes to this question? Um, when uh, Maybe. do you ever play and you're just going to town having a great time playing and and go oh shit I don't even know where I am right now. Please. Uh, yes. It's yes. Yes. I don't feel so bad. <laughs> it's been a hot minute and I'm kind of jealous that people who experience it a lot just because mostly what I I'm actually I I think I said this before to a friend of mine like I really feel like teacher and business person right now and not really musician artist right now because um, I, I did a performance for VGM together in March and I just realized how out of practice I was just playing for people and it just made me not feel like an artist. Um, so at some point in that performance, I did lo- lose myself and that was great. And that was awesome. But I don't feel it as often with all the recording and arranging I do. And I miss it. Yeah. Like, I, I miss it a lot. It's very Zen. Yeah. It's a very particular state of mind that you can't always get into until you like, like I, I would need an audience and they'd be like, Oh, it's go time. Like, Oh, you're performing now. And you have to have that yeah. switch of like, all this practice is going to just be autopilot. I'm just going to do this and i can trust myself that i know what i'm gonna do and it's gonna sound great i feel right now like i've been battling with missing writing and doing more music side because i've been doing more Mm -hmm. studio stuff and the podcast and video editing and stuff like that so it's i've been doing so much of that that lately i'm getting that bug where i'm like oh i wouldn't mind just doing some writing again but you just got to kind of chip through it and get back to it i wonder if that's just the plight of like the artist in general when (laughs) you're doing one thing like you just miss the other thing yeah that grass well, is always you, greener. Well, yeah, and you do yeah. forget too that, like, even now you mentioned, you're like, I don't feel like the artist. Like, actually, you are. That's the great thing about it. Is it's like, that's you know, nice to hear. It, <laughs> no, it is. It's true because I've acted like I've thought of like we've talked about this too about our lives and just like looking at the path that they had they've taken and like I never expected my path as a musician to lead me in the way that it did, but it went here and then here and then here and then here and then here and it just went in all these different ways. And it's actually been quite exciting to see because there was times too, like I remember teaching guitar and I never thought in my life that I ever would because I, again, was like, I'm not teaching guitar. That's like, I'm not going to do it. That's like then, not a rock yeah. star job. Yeah, not at all. And then it turns out like the first student that like, you know, asks me to teach him is like this like crazy scientist kid that like wants to learn by math. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and it made me better. Like it actually was like, oh yeah. my goodness. And I, to this day, I'm super thankful that I did that because it actually took me to a place where I had never, I had you never gotta... even thought about going as a musician because he would not learn the way that I played. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, oh, I can't teach you the way that I am. I actually, which is why I was curious about even um, with all these people from around the world, because I know culturally too, there are a lot of differences in the way that, mm-hmm. you know, we communicate, that we talk, that we listen, the way that, you know, there's so many things and it's a, it's a great thing, but like the fact that he, it's just you with his mass audience is phenomenal. Like, I think it's just absolutely so cool. So to, to, for you to say you don't feel like a musician, that's fine. You cannot feel like one, but holy crap, you are definitely one. <laughs> yeah. So it is like really, really cool. Yeah, I know. Cool. I'm, I'm glad. Yeah, yeah. I think we said earlier, like, it doesn't matter sometimes how you feel like you are still doing stuff. So yeah, totally. Gotta, yeah. gotta remember that when uh, you said the grass is greener on the other side i think i told you the story i didn't know what that expression meant we had to write an essay on it oh, i yeah. thought it was 
the grass is always green on, on the other side of the fence meant you had to get over the fence and the grass would be greener because of your hardship. Like, you got oh over that fence. God. And right? that's what I thought. And I wrote this really good story about it and I got the worst marks. And I was like, what do you mean? That's why not would, what why it's would, about. You know what? That's interesting because it just makes me feel like whoever gave you the worst mark really Screwed did up. not think of it. In the, like well, I would I have been like, like that yeah. is phenomenal. Oh, you idiot! You didn't know what that meant. I'm like, no. Maybe you did. I, Maybe we've like, been wrong the whole time. No, it's, it's, <laughs> right. I was wrong. I know this now. I don't know. But I was like, I remember that. Like, yeah, you have to just get over that hump, and oh man, everything's gonna be so much better because you climbed a fence. That's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> But I can't oh, so the whole thing to you is about the fence? No, well, you I'm get just over kidding. the fence. <laughs> it's pokey. That's awesome. I'm not athletic, so it's a lot of work for me to get over a fence. <laughs> that's the true Shane challenge. Link, your shoe, shoes don't fit. All the kids are climbing the fence. You don't want to fit in. You're like, I'm going to go around. That's I was, awesome. I'm going to get stuck. I'm not um, going to do it. <laughs> just don't want to do it. Speaking of climbing the fence, your subscribers <laughs> on YouTube, you're getting up there now. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, I think we're at... 68,000, yeah. something like that. It's always been a slow, steady climb. And I think that's just because it's just tutorials. So like, I'm not doing like the, the typical chasing the views kind of thing as a YouTuber. I'm kind of starting to do that now. So hopefully that the it's funny actually kind stuff of fun. is great. I love the yeah, funny big stuff. Fans. Oh, I'm glad, glad. Again, I sure do think I'm funny. So I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to keep, keep doing. That. Yeah. You, well, you make me laugh when you do your live streams. Like I like the, cause I always wonder when they're, when you're waiting for questions, right? Like that's the hardest time, right? You're just like, okay. It's awkward. Yeah. Question. Yeah. But then you're like, la, da, da, da. like you just you <laughs> play with it, which is awesome. I do that when I'm on like conference calls. Like, yeah. la, da, da, da. Just keep slowly turning up your mic little right. by yeah. little. Just, da, 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 I'm getting closer. No, but that's that's great. And uh, for me, that's what I was saying to you. It's kind of funny because I felt like when you watch somebody for so long, you kind of, I felt like I knew you already, right? So I was like, it's gonna yeah. be for me. It's gonna be like I'm already kind of know you, but this will be our first time talking. So it's kind of interesting when you you see, yeah, like how you can actually grow, you know, close to someone and get like a trust and. Uh, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm really glad. I try to be cognizant of like that parasocial relationship on the internet um, that someone who watches and listens to me, you know, like um, is seeking something valuable. So I, I try to provide value. Yeah. So uh, I'm really glad that is, that's been the case. How do you make a no one yet feel like a someone, you know, but you, you did it. So that's good. I don't know. Yeah. I, <laughs> I feel like I'm glad I didn't still. have to answer that question. I was like doing the <laughs> no. math in my head. I was like, no, I mean like that's what you're doing. Like somebody who's nobody to you right now, <laughs> no, right? How do you make them feel special? Just don't be a dick. There you just go. be nice. Yeah. Like life is fucking hard enough yeah. as it is. Like, right? You know what? Damn. I'm going to be a dick about it just because. Out of spite. All right. How are no, my shitheads doing today? Oh, man. All right, in listen another, up, maggots. Yeah. You're going to practice. In another life. In yeah. another life, smart game piano would have gone that direction. <laughs> really yeah. dark. All right, really, fuckers. Really dark. Yeah. We're going to learn Eris theme. Yeah. Just every you once should just in a do while, a version of just... that, but you should just bleep it out the whole time. So it'd be hilarious because it's like. That would be it, a great yeah. video. It's your pissed off version where it's <laughs> yeah. like you beep, beep, beep. It's just beeping through. That and then you can awesome. turn your beeps into a song. Well, that sounded yeah. okay. You got to try again, though. Yeah. You know, just yeah. like really. We'll call it. We'll call it. There was times mad, I remember that when I was like in piano. Mad game piano. <laughs> yeah. There was times when I was teaching that it's I remember there was. Sad game piano. I was swearing in my oh, head. Yeah. You ever do that when you would teach? You're just like fucking. You gotta be get, like I've taught you this. Yeah. This is the fourth week of teaching the same thing. Let's just. And listen. I remember just being like, "What am I? I'm a terrible teacher." <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> 
See, well, it was. It's practicing. like if you haven't got it by now, like, yeah, they, I knew they weren't practicing, but it, it feel like after a while, like I felt like a bit of a failure as a teacher because I'm like, if you haven't learned it after four weeks of teaching, you're clearly a... Then I realized a lot of people were hiring me literally to have a one-hour performance in their home, and I caught on to that really quick. <laughs> no way. Yeah, I was like, oh. You, you got to... Got to start tacking on a performance fee for that. Yeah, exactly. Huh? I was like, oh, you're getting a little cheaper performance fee here. That's funny. Why don't you just yeah. play a few of your songs just to warm up? I'm like, I don't need to. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I had those. It's hmm. pretty smart. It's pretty smart, actually. That's clever the of people them. hiring you. Let me get on my yeah. guitar. I, it's, I need to get a, it's wood sensitive in this environment. It just needs to sit for maybe five, ten. Yours looks smart. pretty warm, though. Just needs to let the smart. strings. Ooh, yeah, oh, you fingers. might as well. Might as well. That's hilarious. Looks great. <laughs> Well, there's there's all kinds of ways to get around it, I guess. That's mm-hmm. funny. Oh, we were saying with the Steinwave, um, one of these days we wanted to see if you were interested in doing something like this again, but you could play your piano there. We can yeah. see it happen here. As like, I do, I do want to touch it someday. I like, I have got my passport in the mail somewhere. I like when when I'm all, when Americans are allowed to go places, I'm gonna go all the places. Oh yeah, well you're, you, you got to come here for sure. Play yeah. on that Steinway. Um, yeah. Also one thing we're thinking about experimenting with so like technically you can get a program like uh, it's called vsd connect on your end right it's just a free app and you set like your interface and and you tell it your midi your so you stay in your room and you stay home basically and then you send us the midi (laughs) now you won't want to listen to what's coming back from us because it'll be delayed but we'll hear you play live so basically you just played a whatever and we'd be sitting there listening to you playing live that's from where cool. you are yeah and we could film like get you to film that's your side that's crazy that's we'll so film cool. our side yeah, and then i could put it together after it's like a we, video they nerded that it would together actually be really fun really like, fun yeah, it's if, gonna be a little bit I, of sciencey to figure it out how we're gonna make it exactly work but this is our first i would love to be your guinea pig okay well, there we you're go. in yeah. this is it yeah. you were our cool. first distance <laughs> guest guinea pig too so we're like okay right. if this works <laughs> That is so cool. Yeah, I'm excited for it because it's just such an interesting technology that now we oh, yeah. we okay. have the technology to do it, and you shouldn't have like in theory it shouldn't exist. Like no one should yeah. have put a MIDI controller into this beautiful. Well, the hardest part was beast, conjuring the spirit into the piano. Exactly, the getting the ghost. It there. It's more maintaining ki- the spirit. What kind of blood did you use? Goats. Goats the go-to. <laughs> the go-to. Goats no, too. They're not telling the truth. <laughs> Behind the studio, they've got a whole unicorn factory of like they've got all these beautiful <gasps> unicorns. I That's knew what it. Say, yeah, it's all sprinkles and unicorns. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, there's glitter. We stand Cl- up there's glitter, glitter everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's a really cool filter you guys out. put on all your videos. A lot we all come over just covered always. It's like, I love that Skittles uh, commercial, like where the guy's like, everything he touches turns to Skittles. Have you seen that? He's like sitting at the desk. He's like, picks up the phone, and the phone answers, and he grabs it, turns to Skittles. Like, no, damn it. Smashes the desk, Skittles. The guy's like, That's awesome. He's like, Is it? How would you like to not be able to hold your newborn son? <laughs> oh my god! Seriously? Really, yeah. yeah, that went really dark, really yeah. great. Yeah. I was like, "That is the best commercial ever." I think it was a Super Bowl one. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's well, awesome. Yeah. I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, and actually, so that's a great thing to segment into. We've got the uh, medley for the your Zelda medley that we put together. Zelda medley, yeah. So as yeah, far as for our audio listeners, they're going to get to hear the medley just all put together, recorded on the Steinway. Yeah. And for our YouTube listeners, when this comes out, viewers, viewers, they can can view it. They can view it on the actual Steinway uh, piano. So Mm -hmm. we're going to play it in three, two. Wait, are you going to play it on one? One. Yeah. Okay, now we'll play it on on, on zero. Okay, ten. Three, (laughs) ten, nine, 
eight, three, <laughs> two, one, go.
recording myself performing, like I, I think I have resting performers face pretty hard, so I always <laughs> worry about that. So. Oh, that's amazing. So, uh, sorry to bring it back, but I have, I have a bagpiper face when you play. Can't see it with the mask, but like I, this old man once told me, if you play with your cheeks too much, they're gonna droop when you're older. So you gotta get the power out of your neck. So I have like the frog uh-huh. neck thing. But yeah, when you start looking at like what? pictures of yourself performing, yeah, when you yeah, like wait, yeah, you can. So are you telling me you'd rather have a frog neck than jowls? Yeah, t- well, I yeah, I love I, you I said jowls. Ne- That's it adorable. Was frog, it was frog <laughs> neck That's over what our jowls. Dog had. <laughs> yeah, I chose frog neck over jowls. How do you That's get the... that one? I get it. How do yeah. you breathe in your neck? No, no, like well, you can't see because the look, mask look and the like beard. Look like a frog neck, like a ribbon. Can you guys see it? Like. <laughs> That's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> it's a skill. You need to store a bunch of air somewhere. That's yeah. why he has his beard. Exactly. Right? Yeah, it hides it. <laughs> I had it as a child. It's been with me for a long time. It's, it, yeah. it's pretty funny like how many people don't recognize Josh anymore with his beard. Like he started growing it when he when, uh, when Jaden was born, yeah. And how old is Jaden now? He's turning seven at the end of May. So it's been a long time. Nice. And uh like there's a, someone like the people will be in the <laughs> studio talking to us. <laughs> And then, like, 15 minutes in, she'll be like, holy shit, that's Josh. I just realized it's you. <laughs> it's a superpower, and I love it. He knocked at my front door and asked uh, Annie, I'm like, who is it? She's like, I don't know, some lady. <laughs> <laughs> I've uh... Some bearded woman. Some, some lady. The yeah. circus is in she town. She's the long red hair. Yeah, it's oh, uh, gotcha. one of those, they shut down all the barbers. And I was like, okay, then, fine, challenge accepted. And, like, they're open again. I'm like, it's no, another no, no, one I'm growing sp- out all my hair. He's spite. all about spite. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was just, just yeah. thinking it's yeah. coming. All right, COVID. Yeah, we've learned a lot about spite today. That's yeah. the theme of the episode. Oh, okay, so favorite Zelda game? Twilight Princess. Twilight Ooh, Princess. Right. Mm-hmm. Why? Yeah. I love how dark it is. Okay. Um, the it was a fun twist um, from a, like a lot of what different motifs would okay. do. Like there was still that classic Zelda sound, but it had a lot of um, like I think one of my favorite tracks from that is like the Zant battle theme when like you get all the musical themes from all the yeah. bosses into this one. I love medleys. Recurring I themes and medleys yeah, are beautiful yeah, in that. Yeah. yeah, they're fun. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like Breath of the Wild is probably a close second. Yeah. It's um, <laughs> like a really close second, but Twilight Princess just has like, and it's probably nostalgia in that decision. Yeah, but like I love, I love it. It's one, of, it's my favorite. Tyler, what's yours? Jeez, like Link to the Past is so darn good, but mm-hmm. uh, and then sixty four's got that the nostalgia. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Breath of the Wild was the first game I played in a long time that gave me that like. I can do anything. Like I like couldn't that childlike wonder. Yeah, yeah. like I couldn't yeah. do the main story. I kept I get to the top <laughs> of a tower and I'm like, okay, I'm supposed to go here, but then I look to the left, I'm like, I could probably parachute all the way over there. <laughs> right. But what are you hiding from me, game? Yeah, what, I, yeah, what are you trying to hide from and me? And then I didn't do the like a first couple battle tutorials and then I was like, Oh, I should have gone to the first town. Oh, <laughs> oh well, no. But I was like, I enjoyed that journey of like yeah. doing what you're not supposed to do and how Is that your favorite mm-hmm. one now? Uh it's the most recent one. It would be tough because, yeah, that link to the past as a formative childhood memory, we played it in Ontario. So this is the equivalent. I'm not sure how up to date you are in your Canadian geography. We sent you a research package. Hopefully you studied. <laughs> it's, she's, it's, she's very it's, up to date. <laughs> it's north of America, right? Yeah. Yes. So we're, okay. we're like is? north of Seattle Ish. and Ontario is like north of New York. Yeah. So I'm going That's that, where the like, French ones are. They, yeah. They're below the French <laughs> yeah. ones. They're, there's a mix. Oh. They're everywhere. Um, and it was like... That summertime, going to go visit. This is like my Scottish side of the family. So my Scottish grandma was a big influence on like the 
childhood summer Games formative like so those those fever dream memories that you're like so yeah. they had linked to the past and i never played it and i remember beating the game as a kid in a couple nice. days and my cousin was so impressed that i was like oh i've never played this before and that's all i did the whole trip and it was uh, matt how about you did you play any of the zelda games uh the only game i remember was legend of zelda the original the original and nice. i remember again Every single time, I mean, I absolutely loved. My favorite was actually always playing, um, like I loved, like I back in the day, obviously doing like Contra and all that kind of stuff, like those fun games and stuff like that. Just because it was so different, um, I hadn't really ever experienced anything like that. It was cool, but when I got to Zelda, I remember being like, "No, no, no, you guys go ahead," and it was the worst thing you could ever say, because that was it. And like three, four hours later, it's like still not my turn, no and way. everybody else is playing. But I will say that it was a fun one to watch again. Um, yeah, it was just again because I think it was my first introduction to storytelling um, mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. games in the was, medium. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so that was that was something that I did enjoy of that was the aspect of being again, like I said, to me it just it conjures up as soon as you guys start talking about it. Um, I mean, it, you it talk about a memory of like all the people around, and it conjures up memories of me. The smells of the place, hanging the, out with yeah. friends, and like yeah. being there, and like ordering pizza, and sitting down, and like watching, and like all like just sitting back and just chilling, and being okay with a group of like eight of us watching one dude play for three hours. Like, mm-hmm. there's not a lot of things that you can That's do true. where that was actually. It is a cool thing. Dave, what's yours? Oh, okay. Well, I well I have to like. By default, go Link to the Past because I actually play that game still once a year. Like, that's 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 Super my go-to two. game. Like that between that and Super Metroid and Super Mario like World, those three games I I replay them on repeat and don't tell my wife how much I play them. <laughs> like, oh yeah, I got I'm in the bathroom, honey. Got, well, yeah, I'm gonna go cut with the lawn. You go hide. Yeah. <laughs> well, you were cutting the lawn in the game with the sword. You're just like, I was trimming, I was doing a lot of garden work. But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go swing out there, and to be completely honest, like against the grain, and everybody would hate me for saying it. Wind Waker. I I, no, Wind don't be ashamed of Wind Waker. Yeah, no, no, Wind but yeah. but. So many people hate on that game, and I mean, Tingle's they, not my favorite. They hated it like as it came out. They hated everything about At it. The like, time. like, well, yeah, but Aged yeah, beautifully. no, no, it sure did, did. It did age good, uh, but like even when it first came out, that game gave me that game gave me like the tingles because like uh, <laughs> <laughs> tingles. How old were you, sorry? <laughs> no, but oh. but. Um, <laughs> But like uh, it was a time of discovery. Her but, uh, response was awesome. But the, my, uh, my experience was clearly different. Yes. <laughs> but the like like Just Twilight Princess I love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Twilight Princess felt like a retread of Ocarina of Time, to me a little bit. It was a better. But I mean, it, it literally better. is using the same engine as Wind Waker. Yep. Like Twilight Princess is. Yeah. Yeah. But like Twilight Princess felt like. Ocarina of Time versus Wind Waker felt like this whole that, different kind fair. of thing. Yeah. Right? That's fair. Yeah. And yeah. and I liked it for that reason. And even though it was different, but yeah. It was super cool in Nintendo 64 when they added the music into it and let you actually play the mm-hmm. Ocarina and have to yeah. like do the melody. I loved, I loved like that. That was kind of cool as a kid to be like, oh. Prominent. Yeah, you can make your own songs on Having there, music right? be prominent. I think there was a whole, like, I played a couple of Game Boy games. I think they're done by Capcom, Oracle of Ages, Oracle of Seasons. 
Oracle of Ages was my first Zelda game, actually. Oh, really? Because that's like yeah. the, that those, classic those format. Those were really good. They yeah. were really yeah, they're good. They're super good. And yeah. it's a lot of fun little puzzles and fun little characters. And once again, like music that stuck with me when I was a kid. And it was this was like non-backlit Game Boys, maybe with some lights eventually. Like you were just like mm-hmm. glued to the screen. Or maybe those were Game Boy Color. Oh, I that thought it was Game Boy, Game Boy Color. Color. It had to be yeah. Game Boy Color because they were like. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was a PC emulator game. No, they were on. <laughs> it is now. <laughs> it absolutely is now. You can play any game you like. That's hilarious. Um, okay, so one thing we, we like to ask our guests is, when you were a kid, what did success look like to you? I don't know. Um, I was the kind of kid who dressed up in her black cat onesie and ran around when it was like 90 degrees outside. So That's awesome. Yeah, I was I was a really cool kid. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I, was, I was a really good kid i liked getting good grades i liked beating my pokemon game yep um i i don't think i ever thought of success as a kid that's such a good question for, for like I it's kind of funny how it changes for some people like i remember when back when we were kids it was like you know being a rock star and getting out there and being on the radio and now I feel like a lot of people are like, it's like being a YouTuber and, and kind of getting no, out there. You know? I, I, th- I think I used to like, I had a, I had a pretty good childhood. I was a pretty happy kid. Like, I think I didn't like come up with success and stuff to like high school or something like that. I, th- I think at that point success was like being a famous composer, like being like okay. yep. the next, next Koji Kondo, the next Nobuo Matsu. Yeah. And part of me still holds on to that, you yeah, know, cause I've, like who, yeah, who doesn't want to do that? Yeah. yeah. You wouldn't say yeah. no. Like we're going to use your song. And oh, yes. you like my piece? Oh, okay. Well, mm-hmm. I'm busy yes. today. Can I call you tomorrow? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like give yes. me money and put it in your game. Yes. Yeah. So would you say now where you're at in your life, would you say you're successful? That's, Golly, this is hitting close to home because this is actually something I'm working in therapy right now. Um, in some ways, yes. And in some ways, no. Um, I feel like I'm successful in finding a niche and finding something that I really enjoy and that like I can brag and be proud about my work. I don't think a lot of people get to do that. And I'm, I think that's a huge success. Yeah. Um, I always want more. Like I, I want to write for a big game. I want to do another piano collections book. Like I want to do a piano album. Like, and it, it's just, I think success will be the more things I can be proud of, you know? Um, like meaning th- th- projects and art that I can like look at. I can be like, yeah, I did a really good job on that. Um, I'm, I'm proud of what I did. I think that's what that is, you mm-hmm. know? That's yeah. cool. And that being able cool. to afford groceries is a nice, yeah, nice really that helps. bonus. Got to get that breakfast yeah. yogurt. Well, it's one of the cool things yeah. about success, though, is that even as you're saying it, it's like these, it's ever-evolving, which is, yeah. to me at least, it, it is. And it's kind of one of the cool aspects of it is as you're explaining, it's like, you know, I'd like to do this. I'd like to do that. It's like so the, success isn't just one thing. And I think yeah. that's why sometimes actually we do become very, I know in my own life, it's like there's certain things that I had in proper metrics. It was like one thing was success mm-hmm. and it's, or it's not, not even in my life, but I've seen people that once you they know, got it and it wasn't yeah. what they, they thought it was going to be. Yeah. It didn't right. make them feel any better. They're like, well, I got the thing and now, See, go, exactly. oh, now metric, what do I do? Their whole life. It's like their metric was, I'm going to retire at this age. I'm going to have the sports car and I'm going to have this ball. And then they got it and we're like, well, I'm not happy. And it's like you had the mm-hmm. wrong metric. Like maybe but I'm gonna speed and not yeah. use my turn signals. That's well, gonna yeah. Make my life and I've feel even better. known in my life too, like <laughs> even going through like, you know, therapy and stuff. And and, and again in my life, looking at like um, when I say, you know, I, I teach my girls, it's like, you know, some what do you want to be when you grow up? And they'll say happy. But it's not yeah. just that. It's like mm-hmm. it's also encompassing like meaning, having meaning in yeah. their life, and having it. So like success, as you're explaining it, there for 
you know, even hearing wh- what you'd like to do, like all those things are so meaningful. So it's mm-hmm. so neat to just see how it's like it is your pathway, all of ours, actually. And I think yeah. that's kind of one of the cool things, even people that I really admire and look up to that I consider very successful there. You know, when we get to share like a drink and actually hear them talk about their life, it's like it went like this. Not yeah. rarely have I ever heard of anybody. It's like, oh, I was here with success. And then there it yeah. is. Like you just don't yeah. like that whole thing of like when I'm a kid, I want to be a rock star. Boom. It's like it doesn't usually look like that. But. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's good to know like when you actually know what you want and you know what you enjoy. Mm-hmm. Like it gives you like that feeling of like when yeah. back when I was playing in bands with Josh and we had like that was we knew what we wanted to do. We wanted to be a touring band and I actually felt kind of bad for people who didn't know what they wanted. Right. I was like, yeah. oh, well, I know what I want. And <laughs> I'm doing it. Doing my thing. And then I got to the point where I kind of wasn't sure if I, like, I kind of fell in love. And I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to tour and leave all the time. And uh, I didn't, like, yeah, I wasn't really sure. And I, I still loved it. But then I was like, you know, maybe I want to, like, work on my career and, and be a good husband. And kind of maybe, maybe I'm trying, maybe it's time to focus on that. And I felt I wanted to play games and not feel guilty for not playing music and practicing. You know what I mean? I wanted totally. to be able to do fun stuff like that. Because I could never do it before. I'd feel, like, this guilt. Like, oh, I really should be fucking practicing right now like I shouldn't be playing sure. this like ah oh, one more I could beat Final Fantasy 7 one more time <laughs> and uh, and then when I finally did and I worked on doing my career thing and, and got stability and but I lost that part of me that was excited like I kind of think of the future and I, I lo- lost a lot of that giddiness and I didn't know what it was at first and until I started getting back into piano right when I was learning on found your channel and started learning orchestral music and doing like MIDI mm-hmm. compositions and getting into sample libraries and writing like that. And then I like kind of woke back up again and I was like, oh yeah, this is what makes me special. I was like, this is what gets me yeah. going and like literally floats my boat as they say, you know? And mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's a, that's a good thing though. Like I, I, when we we're talking about earlier about like, you know, feeling all your feelings is like, I think mm-hmm. we all go through those stages yeah. and some, you know, that little maybe dry spell happens to be a little bit longer than others. But yeah. I think those things are actually in sometimes they make us a more seasoned, mature artist musician whatever it may be and whatever we do because we like i know even there's been times where i haven't picked up my guitar in a bit and i come back to it and i just like fall even more in love right or like or or whatever or sit at the piano and haven't played in forever and i'll sit down with my daughter and just bash out songs and i'm like oh my goodness like it just the floodgates like open up and i think sometimes there is those moments in life where it is um, I mean, your soul does need to rest sometimes. And I think sometimes, too, mm. it also needs a moment where you're like, actually, this is what brings life. Yeah. And it's like a mm-hmm. reminder of like, no, this is a part of my life for a reason because it is part of what charges your batteries. 100%. I like how now it's like there's just brand new rules for everything. There is no rules. There's no genres. There's no reason no. Right. everything can't. Like you said, it's just a global mishmash of you could. We're talking to you right now from a different side yeah. of the mountains. We're on the same mountain range. But, you're you know, in a snow yeah. blizzard. Yeah. We're, yeah. In, we're in summer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's trade. Let's trade. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty it's it's really cool how like we can actually like we can do this, you know? Oh gosh. Yeah. And yeah, thank you very much for it too. Insane. Yeah, this was really, really fun. You, you guys are fun? just delightful. Yeah, I had a blast. This was this was a lot of fun. You guys are ridiculous in a very good way. <laughs> thank you. Um so Never. keep up that energy. This is amazing. Well, I'm awesome. so glad you wanted to be part of the project with the Steinwave and you lent us your talent and your great yeah. medley. Yeah. 
Oh gosh, and that's you need to pick me more. Absolutely. Oh, okay. Well, we're going to. And yes. It's uh, <laughs> she instantly changes her contact info. Because basically, uh, <laughs> blocked. Yeah. Oh, those it's mad the, game piano now forever. Those are some <laughs> of the funnest nights in the studios, like pl- having game video game music playing from the Steinway. Oh gosh, I'm sure. Like yeah. it's super cool. Like the whole time, I'm just like whoa. Like, yeah, just. <laughs> Like a little that's what it was, boy. That, but yeah, that's what it was for created that minute for. Of like, yeah. <laughs> oh, when you just get that level of satisfaction from it. Because it does, like, it brings back all that childhood. And that's what I found, too, was that, like, not having that inner child back in your day-to-day life as an adult. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, be wacky, be you, be the person. Like, when you're teaching other people, I love that you're going to accept yeah. them. For them being them that day, that's, like, a yeah. good... Yeah. yeah. It's a good way to go at almost yeah. anything you're doing. Totally. It's like, well, just because someone's yeah. having a blank thing happening, like, uh, I'm trying not to let it mm-hmm. affect me. Yeah. yeah, it's a skill. That's that's what's great about music. There's room for that. There's room for your feelings. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. One of the the cool things that um, well, first I'll just say thank you so much for being on the podcast. It's phenomenal, and also too is one of the things that we always say is it's just cool to have people that are brave enough to have a conversation that's a purposeful conversation that are you're willing to open up and to just be you. So thank you for that because it's yeah, a huge for us. It's like exciting. Yeah, like we absolutely love it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. when you were talking earlier, like one of the things, and even just as you were just mentioning, Josh, like I had the, the pleasure of being able to go to like a video game release. I won't share which one it was, but I got to go down to LA with my wife and we got to go there and like to the, you know, the big, it was phenomenal. I mean, they closed down this whole like part of a street and it was like just the coolest thing for us. It was an experience I will never, ever forget. And I'd only ever up until that point gone to music stuff or to sports stuff or whatever that means. So I, there was always very stereotypical things that happened at each one and I never really enjoyed them. But when I got to this, one of the coolest experiences ever was that I got in there and got a chance to meet everybody that was a part of creating this game. And this was a massive, massive game. And it was really neat for me to be able to be introduced to the people who did the voiceovers, the people that wrote the story, the people that did the like actual like environment artist all the way through. And like just as I kept meeting them, I was like, my mind was being blown that like, wait a minute, (laughs) you're like my mom's age. Yeah. And wait a minute, you're like, oh my goodness. And my mind just kept getting blown because it was all walks of life, all different people. And it was the coolest thing ever that what brought them together was their love for video games. And mm-hmm. that to me was like a monumental moment in my life. It wasn't, and that's, this isn't long ago. This is literally like seven years ago, <laughs> but it was such a cool experience for like my wife and I still talk about it to this day that it was like, I'll never forget it. And that's one of the things that I think that we're, see, we're talking about music doing that, about bringing people together, but it's so neat that there's video games and so many more things that there is no, hey, this is the person that plays video games at all. That, that mm-hmm. night just completely blew my mind with, you know, even the person that wrote the game, when I met them, I was like, okay. Was this it is... Final Fantasy VII? No. <laughs> oh, was it the remake? Yeah. Oh, come on. Yeah. It was the rewrite of Final <laughs> Fantasy VII. Which we're all like, very yeah. excited about. It was, it so was, it was so cool. I, I just thought it was, it was such yeah. a neat thing. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, I know it's an hour ahead for you, so we don't want to keep you the keep you too late. But yeah, yeah thanks so much for coming. I it's been great well, to get to meet you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, this is a blast. And Yay. So the best place for people to check your stuff out, YouTube. You can f- yes, YouTube. Uh, all my tutorials have at least their first part on there. Some of them are free. Check them out. I'm also somewhat active on Instagram and Twitch. Every now and then I'll tweet something, but Twitter's a scary place, so <laughs> yeah. I don't usually go there too often. And where can they get your book? 
Oh, um, it's uh, being sold by uh, Materia Collective. So if you look up Materia Collective, the Dust Piano Selections, oh, um, I so arranged nerdy. I love it. the tune. <laughs> I know, right? Did you tell us? <laughs> if you want to. Oh. Go ahead. <laughs> so, sorry. so if you want that, it's um, all piano arrangements. It's meant for more intermediate players. So you can play it. You can do it. Go get. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be a fun time. Awesome. Yeah. And there's a viola duet in it Ooh. because violin gets too much love. Sure so does. viola oh, needs some love. Yeah. All right. That's awesome. Okay. Well, yeah. yeah. Make sure you get out there and check it out. I've learned tons from her channel. I can't even say how thankful I am because uh, it, it helped me not look like an idiot at <laughs> so many times at those cover shows. So thank you. Well, it is called Smart Game Piano. Smart Game. That it's smart. Not that, Dumb, not game, dumb piano. game Piano. So. Although I would probably watch a little bit of Dumb Game Piano. Yeah, well, that Dumb yeah. Game Piano was me pretending my levels are off. I'm like, oh, something's, yeah. something's wrong. Something's wrong over here. I'm, I'm, oh, can't get into a it's technical problem. I would love for you to censor video, though. That's something that, that would be great. To. Yeah, you censor yourself. I'm going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to do that. So yep. All yeah, I'll let you know what's coming to yeah, so <laughs> Awesome. I can't wait. Up. All right. Well, stay tuned for more. We got a we got more plans coming with Sid <gasps> here. So don't don't you worry. And uh, thanks so much. We'll see you next time. May the force be with you. <laughs> and happy practicing. Cue the music. Cue the music.